0: October the 8th last year. Most of the abuse images involved girls aged around 10, but in one an 18-month-old baby was being raped. Laws, who had no previous convictions, told the police he'd only viewed child pornography in the course of his work. Sentencing him to 12 months in custody, suspended for two years, Judge Michael Baker QC told St Albans Crown Court it was because of Laws' background he wasn't immediately going to prison. The Labour leader, Ed Miliband, has admitted that the past few weeks have been tough. after. After reports that MPs from his own party wanted him to step down, Mr Miliband insists that criticism of his performance would make him stronger. Scientists at the European Space Agency are anxiously waiting for fresh information before they can be sure that the space probe they landed on a comet has remained in place. Astrium in Stevenage and the Milton Keynes-based Open University are part of the project. The lander has already sent back pictures of a craggy grey landscape. Mission manager Fred Janssen says that material should help us learn a lot more about our planet's own beginnings. The mission is of enormous importance to ESA, also because the ambition of the mission, what we're trying to achieve, connect
1: ourselves to the origin of the solar system, the planets and the emergence of life on Earth. So it
2: has been compared in the media with the lunar landing and I think in terms of ambition it definitely can.
0: The BBC's one show Rickshaw Challenge arrives in Buckinghamshire today, raising money for children in need. The team of riders with presenter Matt Baker will be cycling through Buckingham, Winslow and Aylesbury. So far they've raised over £600,000. In sport, the BBC has learned that an inquiry for football World Governing Body FIFA clears Qatar of corruption during its successful bid to host the 2022 World Cup but it's understood that England will be criticised for its behaviour during its failed attempt to stage the 2018 competition The weather, some bright or sunny intervals this morning but strengthening winds and rain will spread from the west by mid-afternoon a maximum temperature 14 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties We're in. See yeah. you.
3: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio from nine, the JVS Show with the big phone in,
0: the hottest topic
4: of the day, and your consumer problems from twelve.
3: Nick Coffer.
4: with the author of Be Stiff, the story of the legendary punk label Stiff Records from three.
5: Roberto Peroni. I'm here with a roundup of the day's news, the latest travel, and your stories from seven.
3: Mark Forrest.
5: I'll bring you the best bits from everything that's been happening on BBC Local Radio
3: today on. BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Morning, guys. Proper good show we got today, isn't it? Dodgy coppers, slippery when wet landlords. And giddy scientists, we managed to land a camera on that thing. Everyone was so excited. Did you see the geeks rejoicing? Some of those guys will have slept with a lady for the first time. How cool is that? Speaking of ladies, Kelly Betts. Hello. Betsy, and Mama Boyle. Sorry? What?
7: What did you just call me? Hey.
6: Oh, 455 four double five five double five.
8: Across beds, hearts, uh, and
5: backs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: I mean, if you're going to give me mum, at least call me Mama Caff. Well, uh, <laughs> it sounds like a list.
5: Uh, mama Boyle.
8: No, I don't like it. Why not, mate? Well, firstly, you're the oldest one in this team.
6: Okay. I ain't your mama. Yes. Mama uh,
8: Boyle sounds old. Yeah, exactly. it, she doesn't
6: she? That voice, mm. so croaky. The thing is, you, you never get to decide your own nickname. We don't make up our own nicknames. The world doesn't work like that. We've all tried at some point to get... We've come up with a cool nickname for ourselves. <laughs> and we've turned up at work or at school and say, Well, you know, guys, I'd like to be called... Um, Uh, Oh, I don't know, um, Super Lee or something. And everyone's gone, yeah, right, okay. And they instantly come up with a jokey version of that.
3: Smelly. Why have your nicknames been?
6: Um, Well, because my real name is Rugby. I used to be called Ruggers a lot. Um, I used to be called Crazy Legs Crane a lot. (laughs) Sorry? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I ran, like, the cartoon character Crazy Legs Crane. Uh, I didn't like that one. That one came from Brian Webb, who was a bit of an idiot. What
8: would you call him? Spidey. Uh,
6: uh, <laughs> what? He would have liked that. No, he would have done. You couldn't... Anyway. What other nicknames? Lanky. I had lanky for a bit until um, uh, a, a, an even lankier guy joined my school. Ooh. And then I lost my lanky status. What are your nicknames, Kels?
9: Um Anything small, really. So it was like Shorty... Fly. Titch. Midget. I wonder where
6: that was going.
8: Like anything like
6: that. What, you, what have your Federal nicknames been? Target? Mama Betts, Mama, Mama Boil.
8: I don't want to go there.
6: What? Right. Oh, uh, boil on the bum, boil <laughs> in, boil the, in bag. the bag, boiled egg, boiled egg.
8: And then there was another one.
6: Boil the kettle.
8: No, I. Oh, go uh, on. What's the other one? I smacked a bully.
6: Oh yeah, go on.
8: Boil ball breaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so
5: that so is great. brilliant. From my my brain.
6: some of that. That's the Delgados. We're gonna be, I, I think we're going to. Um, I think we're going to play a lot of Delgados and uh, Emma Pollock, who's the, the singer there. I like them. Yeah. I her voice, man. Wowzers. Wowzers. I oh, wait. Four five nine. Four double five. Five double five. I am not in a bad mood. This is an incredible story. A Hertfordshire man has avoided a jail sentence despite being caught with nearly 2,500 child abuse images and films. Simon Laws from Berkhamsted is a former Metropolitan Police Detective Constable. Ah, that puts a slightly different spin on it, doesn't it, I think? He faces a fine and will have to give up his computer as well as signing the sex offender register for 10 years. Justin Dealey has got more on this. What's the background to this case, Justin? Uh, wow, um, incredible. Um, the trial followed a raid on Simon Law's home in Berkhamsted.
10: That was by Hertfordshire Police. Um, officers launched an investigation after Law's former partner asked her new boyfriend to check a bag Laws had left at home in Hemel Hempstead, which she thought contained DVDs. Now, inside that bag, Ian, he found indecent images of children and the police were called. Officers then raided Law's home on October the 8th of last year. He told the police that he'd only viewed child pornography in the course of his work.
6: Yeah, I'm kind of scratched. I I should warn listeners, that that, 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 this gets a little bit adult, this conversation, and I'm sure you Mm. can understand, so just be warned for the next few minutes. Uh, What was found during the raid on Simon Laws' home? I'm going to say this slowly, because it's
10: hard to to believe, really. His computers, including one that he had uh, previously belonged uh, to, the City of London Police, uh, they, they were examined. 348 movies were found... Uh, with 228 at Category A, that's the most serial level, and 100 at Category B. And here comes the really unpleasant guy. So you maybe yeah. you want to, you know, put your fingers in your kids' ears. There were 200, uh, sorry, 2,134 indecent images of children. Now 200. Uh, And 12 extreme images involving human sexual activity with horses, dogs and pigs. Uh, Most of the abuse images involve girls around 10 years old, but one of them, and this is again absolutely shocking, one of them uh, showed the rape of an 18-month-old baby. that what was found on the computer.
6: Just to remind you guys, this is an ex-copper, and he's Mm. not going to prison. Mm. Uh, What was said in Simon Laws' defence? He must have had a flipping good brief.
10: Yeah, well, um, St. Albans Crown Court was told that Simon Laws had no previous convictions. Uh, Robert Fitt, uh, defending, said that Laws was of positive, good character. Uh, Yeah. He had served in the British Army for nine years until 1985. Uh, He was posted to Northern Ireland, where he had, in brackets, a bad time. Uh, The court heard that he was seeking advice for post-traumatic stress disorder and had been uh, what was described in court as self-medicating with alcohol since 1978. Uh, Laws, he joined the Met Police in 1991 and after a number of other jobs uh, and left in December of last
6: year. What did the judge say to Mr Laws?
10: Uh, Judge Michael Barker QC said that he thought uh, hard about sending Simon Laws straight to prison. Uh, The judge said quite clearly uh, there are serious disturbing images, well, we all know that, um, and in the course of making them, the lives of a number of children will have been significantly affected. But the judge, he decided that he could suspend the sentence because of law's backgrounds. He passed a 12-month jail sentence, suspended for two years, uh, with 18-month supervision by probation officers. Now, Laws, he must also uh, attend an alcohol treatment programme and abide by a nine-week curfew between 7pm and 5am. Uh, we've got 20 seconds, Just Any other aspects of the sentencing? Uh, Simon Lawsey must abide by the terms of a sexual ov- offences prevention order and sign the sex offender register for 10 years. His computers uh, and storage devices were forfeited and he was ordered to pay £500 costs and a £100 victim surcharge.
6: There you go. Justin, thank you. It's cost him 600 quid. It was almost worth him taking the risk, wasn't it? Wasn't it? For 600 quid? I, I, what do you say about it? I mean, Listen, you can phone in and talk about that, but, but what, what is there to say apart from... There, there can't be anybody listening who thinks that was an appropriate sentence. Surely you're all going, well, he should have gone to prison. 08459 five nine four Let's get the travel.
5: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Things are looking like they're moving quite well at the moment on the speed sensors and it's very quiet on the cameras. So having a look in Roxton around the Black Cat Roundabout where the roadworks are going on and that's okay at the moment but that is likely to get busy later on. In Hemel Hempstead, Leighton Buzzard Road has some roadworks going on at Morren Road and that is likely to get busy as we get into the morning rush as well. And in High Wycombe on the A40 Oxford Road, there's a lane, expected in both di- a lane closed in both directions at Temple Street. There are delays expected around there and also on Marlow Hill, there are temporary traffic lights at the junction for Marlow Road, so that is likely to get busy later on as well. There's no reports of any problems at the moment on the trains. Samantha, breath. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Samantha.
6: Six seventeen. It's Thursday the thirteenth, or unlucky for some of November. I'm Ian Lee. These are your unlucky for some headlines. Pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are in danger of having their water cut off and are calling on Three Rivers District Council to take action against the landlords. A former soldier and Metropolitan Police Detective from Berkhamsted has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children. And the Children in Need Rickshaw Challenge has ever a sentence instilled so much fear into people? Will be in Buckinghamshire today.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio. I, um,
6: I want to talk about this copper, this ex-copper, Simon Laws, let's not forget the name, who's had 2,500 um, child abuse images and films on his computer. Uh, it's not actually a lot. I, yeah, I know. Compa- compared to a lot of other um, uh, um, paedophiles and people who view this stuff, 2,500 isn't actually a lot. You, you get people that get like 20,000, 30,000, 50,000 images on their... Th- it's all shared, This is how they kind of move this stuff around. So two and a half thousand isn't actually a lot. But a significant number of that were Category A, which is the worst. 18-month-old baby being, you know, having stuff done to it that an 18-month-old baby shouldn't do. And this fella, he's got a curfew. He's had his computer taken off him. He's got to pay 600 quid. It's almost worth the risk. It's almost worth taking the risk. If that's your thing and that's all that's going to happen is you lose your computer and you pay 600 quid, well, you might as well have a go. That's what it seems I want to talk about it, Catherine, but I don't know what there is to say, really. I mean, we, we, we could have the next two and a half hours of people what? phoning up going, oh, this is disgusting, and that we should have gone to prison, but that doesn't really take us anywhere, what does it? What about
8: this idea that his background was taken into consideration, the fact that he'd been around this stuff, maybe he'd become, um, in some way, he'd been exposed <sighs> to it, and so, uh, uh, does it make it better or worse that he was a policeman?
6: That's an interesting way. Maybe I mean, not better. They it,
8: it make it more understandable. Yeah, the that's fact that interesting. That you had seen some very very difficult things. He's had a traumatic life. Work.
6: He served in Northern Ireland. He's, it, it sounds like he's an alcoholic, uh, uh, and he served as a copper. Did he work on the child abuse side of things? Because he said that he had those images um, for part of his for the work. Of his work so. But but was that what he was actually doing, or was he just a copper that was chancing it, and that was that was the the best excuse he could come up with? Does it make a difference? I guess that's the, that, that's the question. Does it make a difference that he was a copper?
8: Was the judge right to bear his background in mind?
6: Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. It, uh, it should backgrounds be considered when it comes to stories like this? 08459 four double five five double five is the telephone number.
12: And Bobby Love. You say you love me too I may not have a lot to give But what I got I'll give to you Money,
6: money love. 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 So, Simon Laws from Berkhamsted, former copper, former soldier, found with some of the worst child abuse images you can get on his computer and films, and he got sentenced to, he got sentenced to, well, not a lot. He's got a hand in his computer and pay uh, 600 quid. Catherine, you said that we had a call and then... Uh, we did. We sorry, did I catch you eating?
8: i am just got a throat sweep going on. <laughs> but
6: you it's haven't gone. got a sore throat, have you? You're just enjoying I the have, horse. I have, I have.
8: Can't you hear it? Yes. I'm getting husky. Anyway, we've got Jamie on the line, actually, but we had someone who called up earlier on who was furious about this story and sort of uh, told Kelly, emptied his mind, and put the phone down. We'd really like it if he'd give us a call back because yeah. we wanted have a conversation.
6: OK. Well, Jamie's on the line now. Morning, Jamie. Morning, What do you want to say? Um, basically, she should be in prison.
13: It doesn't matter what he's been through in his life. It doesn't give him the right to uh, picture children um, and having sex acts on children. It's disgusting.
6: Now, we are trying to find out a little bit more about Mr. Simon Laws and exactly what it was he did in the police force. Let's assume, let's play make-believe for a second, let's assume that he was working on a department that had to view these uh, these horrific images on a daily basis. There are coppers, men and women, uh, who, who have to do that. That's their job, is to go through those videos and those DVDs and those police files to watch those things, to, to see if they can identify the kids, the offenders, all of that kind of stuff. Supposing, Jamie, that had been his job and and somehow, a switch had flicked in his brain, and instead of finding it repulsive, he found it um, he found it exciting. Is, is, is that any defence? The fact that no. he had to endure that stuff day after day. No, there's no defence to
13: it. There isn't. Doesn't matter how you look at it. There's no defence to it. When he's finished his job, why, why has he still got the images on his PC? Because he's no longer part of that
6: of, of that profession anymore. Why so? did the, Why did the judge let him off so lightly then?
14: That's, well,
13: that's the are the people we need to be looking at? Why, why are they giving out silly sentences?
6: Jamie, thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. The thing I want to focus on is: should we look at his? Should we treat this guy slightly differently because of his background? That was taken into consideration. That's why he got what could be perceived to be a light sentence. Hey, maybe, 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 maybe you think the sentence was appropriate. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Now. Last week we told you about a group of neighbours living on a mobile uh, home park in Hertfordshire. I say living, uh, there's evidence that some of them are risking their lives by being there. It's Newlands Park in Abbots Langley. They've been urging the site's owners to address a number of maintenance problems. Well, Catherine and I went and had a look this week, didn't we? Quite a few problems there.
8: Just a few, yes. What's
6: going on? Remind us of some of the things we saw.
8: Bases crumbling. Yeah. Um, Well, one gentleman in particular having to crawl underneath his van to steady it every day.
6: The leg had fallen off. He had to put it up with um, a couple
8: of struts of wood. And he had a jack that he keeps adjusting. I mean, he's going underneath his... I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. There's
6: a situation with the water bill where it's suddenly, like, it's gone up by 50%.
8: Well, they think that there's been a leak. Yeah. And because they've been asking the landlords to fix it and they haven't fixed it, they think that they're paying for this, this leak because they can't believe it's that that heavy, the bill.
6: The landlords won't do anything. There are There is talk, you know, and we, we have no evidence back this up, this is just the stories we've heard, of intimidation mm-hmm. from the landlords. Uh, so Three Rivers District Council have the power, should they choose, to step in...
8: Because they're the ones that granted the licence.
6: They can step in and they can sort this out. But they haven't. They're refusing to. Anne Maine, the local MP, says that they were spineless. She suspects it's because the owners are travellers and the, the, the District Council are scared of... Causing a rumpus. Well, Catherine and I went to, to to meet the residents of Newlands Park earlier in the week, and this is what happened. So, uh, Catherine and I at Newlands Park, uh, joined by Mick. Yeah. Whose responsibility is it to, to to do the maintenance and look after things like subsidence and, and leaky
1: pipes and things? The the bases are are strictly uh, the providence of the owners of the site. Um, they... So, it's just to clarify: it's the owners of this site
6: who should be doing stuff. And if they're not, then the council can step in and kind of force them to do something.
1: Well, the new Act gives them powers to issue um, enforcement orders. But the council are saying that as the legislation is discretionary, it doesn't mean that they have to act. But they're telling us that they don't have um, the staff and they don't have the the cash flow to be able to do it. Who's this we're going to meet? This is Eileen, is it? This is Eileen Sims. Um, She's our oldest resident. She's 92 years old. Kath, are we going to have a quick chat with Eileen? You go first.
8: Let's have a look, because I hear that these trees around the back of your place are giving you a little bit of a nightmare.
15: Well, yes, because they're very tall and they haven't been topped.
8: I'm 92, but I don't want to be killed by a tree, you know. So you've been trying to go through the residents' Association to get something done about these trees. Yes. And they, in turn, have had no joy from the owners and the council doesn't seem to be willing to step in and help you out. What are your thoughts on that?
15: Well, it's no good waiting until somebody's killed, because there was an old couple lived up a few doors up, and a big branch came off one winter, went straight through their bedroom window and landed on their bed, frightened them to death because they were both elderly. You know, so
6: I don't want that to happen to me. We're coming up to uh, a nice little
1: de sack. What's going on here? Yeah, the, 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 the man who lived in there, who's, who's died, unfortunately, um, had dementia. And we think that, that it was leaking there for a couple of years. Um, but the, the amount of flow coming out of there was, was tremendous. And we think it's caused uh, subsidence. If you look at number 45, it's in fact touching the ground on the left-hand side uh, where the, the bases have cracked. And next door has the same problem. The lady in there, lovely lady, uh, in 46, she had all the brickwork done around the, the bottom of her home, which is now all cracked.
8: What's going on with number 41? That's all crumbling away there as well?
1: That's going, yeah, that's cracking. Um, that, that's subsiding, and that, that's due to the bases uh, cracking, and the owners said that they were going to um, repair the bases they haven't done so. Uh, number 46, her daughter has written to all the partners, no response from any of them. Number 45, now, when he says when he has a bath, he can't drain the water, but um, one of the properties that is subsiding, um, the, the owner is too terrified to, to speak to anybody. He, he is really frightened of the... Uh, the owners, if it was quite intimidating. He's
16: been, he's been told that if he causes any more complaints, he—he he, he was complaining about something earlier on. They would send the heavies in.
6: More on that later. Next time, we must bring your muff with you.
8: Definitely. Sorry, it was really windy. Wasn't it windy? Which is why Irene was worried about the trees. because yeah. they were going like. Uh,
6: more of say. that later on, including what happened when one of the owners turned up whilst we were chatting to... I think it was Paul we were chatting yeah. to, wasn't it? One of the owners uh, turned up. Three Rivers District Council uh, have sent us a statement! Hooray. A week after we first asked for it. Bearing in mind, uh, our reporter Tony called them up this week and they said, oh, yeah, the guy that's dealing with that is on holiday and we don't know anything about it. Anne Main has thanked house staff for doing what they could to help resolve the concerns. Hang on, that's the same Anne Main that called them spineless. <laughs> is Anne coming on later? Yeah, we're going to be speaking Oh, we'll read this to her. Three Rivers District Council say Anne Main has thanked our staff for doing what they could to help resolve the concerns. She's advised us she's arranging a round table meeting with the aim of resolving the issues. The council's remit extends to the site licence only. We found no evidence for breach of licence. Right, here's what's going to happen. We'll put that to Anne Main, who called them spineless in uh, the House of Parliament, Houses of Parliament, uh, and find out if she agrees with that statement. Um, I said the statement's not good enough. So I give them a call after the show today?
8: We're going to definitely give them
6: a call. I I, I will phone up Three Rivers District Council and say, look, come on, guys, this isn't good enough. I know Tony Fisher's been putting some excellent work uh, in this, but I'm going to give them a cheeky little call and say, come on, look, this is not good enough. And whatever our main says today, we'll put to them. More on that later on.
5: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. There's been an accident on the M1 northbound at Junction 7 for Hemel hempstead that's causing queues from the M25 this morning. It was blo- blocking the road but all the lanes have been reopened and it's been moved to the hard shoulder. But on the M1 southbound it's looking very slow as well through the same stretch at Junction 7 for Hemel hempstead for people slowing down to look at the accident. In Bricketwood on the A405 North Orbital Road it's very heavy at the moment at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. And in High Wycombe the A40 Oxford Road has a lane closed for roadworks at Temple Street. That's in both Directions so that could get busy later on. There's no reports of any problems at the moment on the trains. Samantha BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Across beds, hearts, and bugs.
11: This is BBC Three
3: Counties Radio.
0: With the headlines, I'm Simon Oxley. A former soldier and Metropolitan Police detective from Hertfordshire has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children. Simon Laws from Berkhamsted, who was a detective constable, pleaded guilty to 15 charges. Pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are in danger of having their water cut off. They want Three Rivers District Council to take action against the landlords. European scientists are waiting to find out if the space probe they landed on a comet... Hundreds of millions of miles from Earth has stayed in place. Astrium in Stevenage and the Milton Keynes-based Open University are part of the project. And the BBC's one show, Rickshaw Challenge, arrives in Buckinghamshire today, raising money for children in need. The team of riders, with presenter Matt Baker, will be cycling through Buckingham, Winslow and Aylesbury. Three Counties Sports.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: The BBC has learned that an inquiry for football's world governing body FIFA clears Qatar of corruption during its successful bid to host the 2022 World Cup. But it's understood that England will be criticised for its behaviour during its failed attempt to stage the 2018 competition. Former FA chief executive Mark Palios says England appears to have been punished for being open.
2: They clearly have been the main protagonist within uh, FIFA in terms of trying to drive some kind of proper accountability in respect of the World Cup bidding programme. And rightly so, but having said that, I mean there is one of these ironies in all of this: that if the FA have complied with the requests for evidence, which I'm sure they will have done then, you know, they, they stand to be damned whereas people who have not complied and have not provided evidence and therefore cannot be criticised because you know, the fact of the matter is they don't have the evidence.
0: Michael Carrick has withdrawn from the England squad. There's also a doubt over Tottenham's Andros Townsend for the Euro 2016 qualifier against Slovenia on Saturday. In tennis, Novak Djokovic beat Stan Wawrinka at the World Tour Finals at the O2 Arena. The world number one recovered from losing the first two games to win 12 of the next 13 in a 6-3-6 love win. He's now unbeaten in 29 matches indoors. Andy Murray faces Roger Federer this evening. And in Rugby England head coach Stuart Lancaster names his side later this morning for Saturday's match against South Africa. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at seven.
3: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Eee, hey,
6: I'm just doing something on Facebook, Kath.
8: Yeah. You might want
6: to... Post. Yeah. Done. Right. Hey, so listen, I've got two great... What's wrong? got Richard's. Oh, blimey, yeah. Thank you, I have spotted that. Uh, morning, Richard. Good morning. We're talking about this, uh, this story, our kind of lead story this morning. It's uh, about uh, former police officer, Simon Laws, from Berkhamsted, who uh, got found with some horrific child abuse images on his computer. And, uh, well, basically all that's happened is he's got a curfew... His computers have been confiscated. He's paying £600. Should we take, as the judge said, his background into consideration? I'm
14: an expert for chief police officer. I've worked with dozens. Here's this behaviour is wholly unacceptable. There is not one person on this planet who's going to disagree with that. I've gotten in jail. It's, they're the only person.
6: Oh Richard, oh, Richard. Richard, listen. We, 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 we'll get you back. I tell you what we'll do. We'll get you back in a little bit because it's, uh, it's an interesting point you want to make as an ex-Beds copper, uh, and I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, in we'll the get you in a better line. Got anything in the papers?
8: Yeah. Well, this uh, story about the white widow um, Samantha Luthway. Oh, Luthier, of course, local, local, local celebrity. Not so vocal, apart from on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and there is a, a claim now um, that she's been shot in the Ukraine. Oh, bloody Although, hurt. well. Although there's some suspicion that it might actually be just a bit of propaganda, and um, and that it's it's not. A she's
6: proposal. with Boko uh, uh, Haram, isn't she? She's not with. She's the one th- that's kind of based in Nigeria, is it? She's that terrorist group. It's not ISIS. Boko Haram, not Prokoharim. Boko Haram. that's yep. a group from the 60s.
8: But now, apparently, she's been ki- killed fighting in the Ukraine civil war.
6: Oh, blimey, that'll learn her.
8: Do you, I mean? This is the suspicion that, that it's it's just being used to sort of score points um, in a kind of a propaganda war, really. And, and maybe it wasn't, nothing like this has really happened. I think she's been turned into a bit of, well, she's been turned into the poster girl, hasn't she? Yep, for, yep. for the West turning against itself. And yep. I, I wonder whether she was even in Ukraine at all.
6: Here we go. Two terrified window cleaners dangle 700 feet up the New World Trade Centre after a cable on their rig snapped. Have you what? seen this picture? Oh, so they're in the, that little um, sort of um, the carriage that gets lowered down from the top of things and they're, they're cleaning windows and it, the cable snaps and it's hanging at 45 degrees. Didn't that happen in Superman? It did and Superman went and rescued them. No Superman this time. Uh, 75 degrees, sorry. Witnesses looked on in horror as the platform lurched at 75 degrees with the men inside. Officials closed the plaza below, fearing falling debris. Yeah, I think we know what debris they feared falling. The men. It's believed the men, 69 stories up. That's a fact.
8: Also, bear in mind that if a peanut drops from that level, it will go through your head. Isn't that the story?
6: Yeah, it's only a peanut, No,
8: but didn't someone get killed just recently? No
6: one got killed by a peanut. Um, A
8: spanner or something. Yeah, a spanner is slightly
6: different from a peanut. Significantly different There'll be scientists
8: out there listening going Yeah the peanut thing's true
6: They were there, let's get a scientist on because that's not true Can we get a scientist on? Yeah or a physicist They were there for 90 minutes, what were people doing? Just filming it on their mobile phones someone
8: open a window and let them in?
6: You can't open a window on the 69th floor You get get sucked off What
8: about if they need some fresh air?
6: Air conditioning mate It's America oh, The home of the air conditioning They're going to be
8: ill They're going to be ill
6: Firemen smashed the window But why did it take 69 minutes For firemen to smash the
8: window They're walking up the stairs
6: <laughs> <laughs> Hey listen So I, got, I bought some CDs the other day That, oh. were, that were recommended to me On Amazon Oh, great. Right. One is Space Lady. Some
8: of those recommendations are a little bit. Uh,
6: yeah, I know. I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to follow, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole and see what I can grab hold of. Soca. One of them is Space Lady. We'll play that later on. And one is a group called the Shags. Right. Now, the Shags, I'd read about the Shags. This is only two quid, this is why I didn't mind buying it. The Shags, like these three Christian girls, and they'd never heard music, but their dad bought them some instruments, right? Um, and said, I want you to become the best rock and roll band in the world in the sixth, we become the best. Without rock-
8: actually showing them what rock and roll was. Yeah.
6: And then they just practice in their basement for ages. And then one day he came and said, right, we're going to go and record an album. What? We're going to record an album. This is the album they recorded, right? Um, pick a song between 1 and 12, Cass. I've not heard any of this. I've got no idea what it sounds like. Seven. Number seven is Things I Wonder. Well, let's, let's find out exactly what things the Shags wonder. <laughs>
9: Many things I wonder, there are many things I don't, it seems as Goodbye. There are some things I don't understand There are some things I do But one thing I don't understand Is why we have to be so good. I understand why you feel the way you do Because I feel the same way too
6: This is, uh... uh right, I This, know- is, this is powerful uh, oh, it's not finished. I why
9: am I stripped astray? I wonder why life goes on this way. I wonder why we have to hide. We both know it will break our heart. There are
8: many things I wonder. There are many things I do. catchy. Well, gosh, It, it rhymes.
6: Oh, I think we—that's uh, <laughs> what happens when you record music
8: without listening to music.
6: I think we may have just doubled Hearts' listenership. Should we play a real song to <laughs> yes, clean our ears quick. out? Yes, okay. on Twitter says that the shags are brilliant I, th- I think it's divided people Kelly Betts you enjoyed that didn't you Kelly a, 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 that's better than some of the guff you pay on introducing isn't I it?
9: actually uh, put Radio 2 on in here sorry hmm? what no, I'm playing Ed Sheeran it was great
6: Ed Sheeran was, was better than this
13: no,
9: I'll
6: do it again oh she is as well this is going on it's this, this called I'm so happy when you're near
8: I'm so happy when you're near I'm so sad when you're
9: away I'm
6: so happy when you're near I'm so sad when you're away
8: I think that we are missing a trick, right? £2.50 this cost me. We've got four kids between us. <laughs> I've, got two, I've got three ukuleles.
6: We've got a piano. We're piano in. We've got a band. We've got the shags.
8: Turns out no training required. <laughs>
6: Just lock them in a room with a tape recorder. Later on, I do want to play Who Are Parents and also a song called My Pal Foot Foot.
8: The problem is, if we did let our kids uh, release an album, every yeah. sto- every song would involve a bum.
6: Or a Willy. Yeah. Hang on, just, just, please indulge me. 20 seconds of My Pal Foot Foot.
8: Oh. Strong start.
14: <laughs> this is
6: real.
8: This is what used to happen when the music teacher left the room.
6: <laughs> Here goes the guitar. I mean, this could be the theme tune for the show, do you think? Great tuning, guys. Where's the song? Do they... oh. Oh. Let's see if we can get... This might be an instrumental, because their instrumental skills are obviously excellent. Let's jump forward a little bit. It's
17: like Mike Name is football, so <laughs> to it wrong.
6: Bye. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the legend I give you, the shags. We'll, we'll, we'll have more of that a little bit later on. <laughs>
11: On the M1 northbound, there was an accident at Junction 7 for hemel Hempstead that has now been cleared out of the way in the road. It has opened again now. Those delays through there are easing off, but towards London on the M1 past Junction 7 for Hemel-Hemstead, Hempstead, it is still looking very slow on the speed sensors for people slowing down to look at the accident on the opposite carriageway. On the M25 anticlockwise, it's very slow between Junction 21 for the M1 and Junction 20 for King's Langley. In Nelson Keynes to A42 on Standing Way, there's roadworks there at the Kingston roundabout, so expect delays there. Later on, and in Beerton on the A418 Aylesbury Road, there are roadworks at Burcott Lane, so that's likely to get busy later on as well. There's no reports of any problems at the moment on the trains. Samantha Ruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Samantha.
6: 6.46, it's Thursday. Unlucky for some, the 13th of November. I mean, Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A former soldier and Metropolitan Police detective from Berkhamsted has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children. Pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are in danger of having their water cut off and are calling on Three Rivers District Council to take action against the landlords. And the Children in Need Rickshaw Challenge will be in Buckinghamshire today, where the hosts of BBC One's The One Show will be trying to find as many people as they can, named Rick Shaw.
5: Let's get the weather.
18: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
5: BBC Three Counties Radio.
18: Thanks very much indeed. Uh, We start this morning on a pretty mild note, 9, 10 Celsius across uh, much of the Three Counties area. And in fact, we're looking at another pretty mild day too. And dry actually for a good deal of the day but we do have some rain by the end. Uh, So we start this morning with uh, quite a bit of cloud but we will have some occasional breaks in that cloud through the morning but it's thickening up all the time and for this evening's commute there will be some rain around. It's pretty light and patchy but certainly with us in time for uh, as you make your way home this evening. Now and then through the night tonight it starts to dry up but then we've got some more rain to head in for tomorrow morning and tomorrow morning's rain for the commute will be really pretty heavy and intense. It could really affect things on the roads and we could have some hail and thunder mixed in with that but it clears away quite smartly gone by mid to late morning and in the afternoon brightening up with a top temperature of 13 or 14 celsius and through the weekend a lot of dry weather around but we'll also be talking about quite a bit of cloud ian
3: World War I at home on the BBC. Sunday, 4th of June, found the ward full of patients, so we took 29 last night, all Canadians. We revealed some amazing untold stories.
10: The thing that made these particularly extraordinary was when we discovered
2: just how old Albert was. And discovered surprising local memories. The boys from Haley College, 589, died, which, you know, was a lot, but most public schools actually have a very similar casualty rate
3: If you miss them, go to bbc.co.uk slash ww1.
2: The national propaganda was that a Zeppelin raid occurred. It turned out to be very much more tragic than that.
3: World War One at home on the BBC.
6: Hmm. Yeah. I was wondering, do you want to borrow my Shag CD for your show um,
10: midday on Saturday? Listen here, son, you pipe down. You so, pipe down, sorry? OK? Last weekend, or last week even, uh, you won an award, what was it, for Best Program Presenter the on best, BBC Local best, Radio? Best yeah.
6: BBC Presenter, yeah. Right, OK.
8: Second, second Best Program. So now
10: you're you just know, taking right, the right, mic, totally cool, you first, come yeah. in this morning, playing the Shags. What is that mess you're playing? It's dreadful. Hey,
8: Justin, that is what happens when you bring your children up without music.
6: <laughs> it's so bad. Well, listen, I've got some musical memories. Yeah, would yeah you play, on. For example, would you play me we have a saviour on saturday what's your memories behind the song Uh, i remember playing it on my show and annoying you yeah you played that for me just no what no but you're you're supposed to be the music man taking requests exactly yeah for the listeners not you I've got a musical memory with it. Yeah, but you're not a listener, are you? I remember that Thursday on a cold uh, (laughs) November morn when you got really irate because I played the Shags (laughs) (laughs) to
10: you. Oh, wow, that is so bad. It is just
6: not true. I can't believe what I'm hearing. £2.50, that cost me. (sighs) £2.50 wasted. What are we are going to do with Justin this morning, apart from uh, spank him?
8: Kim Kardashian's bottom. Ooh, oh, yeah, let's do talk. That? Should oh, we do that one? S- everyone's seen the picture, and if you haven't, imagine a ma- two massive brown balloons strapped onto a very skinny woman. It's the Mitchell brothers. <laughs> no, not there. Kneeling behind down.
6: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> The Mitchell brothers kneeling behind a, a, a rich mum. <laughs> That's what's going on. And they've got their heads greased up with baby oil. <laughs> it is. Um, it's, I mean, she's a mum, isn't she, Catherine? Mm. You're a mum
8: Yeah you going to do this No mum's bum is under wraps <laughs> <laughs> I don't know What, what, we, what do we ask about this I mean, how, this? Do I mean... You, how did you Make your millions mummy Well uh, Well um, This
6: I oiled up and I, I got g- naked. All oh, right, my- Justin, we'll come to you in a second. About yeah. Kim, yeah, like Kim Kardashian. I, I
8: grew my bottom really big.
6: So this is a picture of Kim Kardashian, a woman I still don't know what purpose she serves in the world.
8: It's basically that. Uh, yes. she,
6: uh, uh, um, she, the top, the head, from the neck upwards, it's all very Breakfast at Tiffany's. She's beautiful. From the, from the, um, the, the, the neck downwards, it's all very much soft... Well, hard porn, I would say. It's horrible. Like she's done a photo shoot. She's bared her bum. She's a mum. She's a mother. That's not appropriate. Does that
8: make any difference?
6: What should we get Justin to ask? How are we taking this to the streets? Beely?
10: I've got the picture in front of me right now, for for research purposes obviously. Uh, The front page of paper magazine, Everyone's seeing this. I think we should be asking, um, is this just a bit too much to be on the front page of a magazine? Not page three, on the front page. She has got everything out, all oiled up. For me, yes, it may look good, but it's a bit too much.
8: I think if she's going to top this, she's got to have some sort of MRI scan, hasn't she? I
6: don't know how you would top Uh, this. I don't think it looks good, though, Justin. As you know, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, to quote Paul McCartney from Mm. 1968, I don't like that picture. Why? It's
10: horrible. What's horrible about this picture? A beautiful lady with a beautiful backside. No, I
8: think it's scary.
10: Why is it scary?
8: Because it's a monster. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like it's been grown in a lab.
10: Well, I, I would say what you're seeing is quite possibly not the real deal. What I'm saying is, I think that's been enhanced slightly to get all this publicity.
6: i tell you what we could do with um, this morning, Justin. Yeah. I just think we might need a bit of... Oh, hang on. Oh, not oh, the shacks a, again. Oh, no, hang on. Someone's taken my lady's perspective. What? Oh, hang on a second. There it is. Yes. Oh, all the ladies in the house. <laughs>
10: The ladies, the ladies
0: The ladies' perspective with Ian Lee Across Beds, Hearts and Bucks The
10: ladies, the ladies The ladies, the ladies ladies, That, by the way, is the Beastie Boys It was Peter Andre Uh, Yeah, Peter Andre's the voiceover But the actual tune is uh, by the Beastie Boys A lot of people are asking
6: me on the streets, It's the Beastie Boys Can we get the ladies' perspective on Kim Kardashian's bottom? Yeah, yeah, leave it to me, boss Thank you very much indeed Here's an horrific story for first thing in the morn. Oh, go. A man killed his dad, chopped up his 25-stone corpse and put the pieces in storage boxes which he used as a TV stand. Flippin' heck.
8: It's not right, is it?
6: (laughs) That's that's the understatement of the year, Catherine. It's not just not right, it's very, very wrong. Justin, what do you think about it? I oiled up. And I got naked. Okay, what? that's really inappropriate, actually, mate. Really inappropriate. Unbelievable. I mean, no yet.
8: matter what the row is, there's never an excuse. For
6: Nathan that. Nathan Robinson, 28, used a Stanley knife, hacksaw, <gasps> and saw. Okay, we go. We I, won't read, I won't the read that sentence. The court heard Robinson killed Mr. Uh, Spiller in their shared flat after they rowed about money. He then cleaned up, fled to Glasgow with £7,000. This happened here? Yeah, this is in I this country. I thought this been some
8: sort of crazy US backwater. This is
6: in Bournemouth. What? Which is kind of a crazy backwater, but it happened in Bournemouth.
8: Good grief.
6: Oh, oh God, oh, I'm going to... I'm going to say something that's horrible. So, you might want to... this. Um, what a horrible first hour we've had. Haven't we had some horrible stories? Let me just read this paragraph, and then we'll go back to... Um, Jura's heard that on the day of the killing the downstairs neighbor went round to complain about a pink liquid oozing through his ceiling ladies and gentlemen that is perhaps the most horrific sentence i have ever had to read in my life have you got something give us a light story to cheer us up i wasn't to do the, 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 the I, dentist who hadn't cleaned who, who didn't not clean go his tools there. no here's
8: one here's one light Everyone,
6: story then we'll have a song a
8: sigh of relief yes a shocking 3.5 million britons have not eaten a single vegetable in the past week
6: what celian it's
8: according to research they've not asked me did they ask you The findings also revealed only 53% of us eat up to two portions of veg each day. Daily chips do not count. No. And some consumers even think Turkish delight, liver, and cottage cheese count towards their recommended veg intake of five a day.
6: I tell you what, we need to have a little bit of music to lighten the mood. Here we go.
19: My breath scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So I sit quiet.
6: Show this morning, don't worry, we'll, we'll squeeze a few giggles in. The giggle factory opens at seven, we'll see what we can get. But there's a lot of dark stuff going around. This ex copper found with some horrific images and films on his computer. Well, he's got a curfew, his computer's been confiscated, and he's got to pay 600 quid. I don't want to do the what should have happened to him phoning. that feels a little bit lazy but the judge took his past into account is is there ever any excuse for that kind of behavior 08459 oh, five,
5: 455 double, 555 Travel news for beds hearts over there and that's just BBC
11: 3 Counties Radio On the M1 northbound, there was an accident earlier on at Junction 7 for Hamel-Hempstead. That has now cleared, but it is still looking very slow on the M1 southbound towards London between Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and 7 for Hamel-Hempstead. On the M25, anticlockwise, it's very heavy at the moment between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. And in Boreham Wood on the Barnet Bypass, it's queuing between the Barnet Way and the Stirling... Between the Sterling Corner and Mill Hill Circus, looking at the cameras, looking very busy there at the moment. As well, it's starting to build up in High Wycombe on New Road uh, into town at the moment, and no problems at the moment to report on the trains, though. Samantha Breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you, Samantha. Tim's posted a picture on Twitter, the Kim Kardashian picture, but oh, someone's doctored it because I don't remember there being a bicycle parked in the original one. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to retweet that She's a mum Is that too far Or is it just a harmless little bit of fun
3: Local and vocal Across beds, hearts and
5: bucks This is BBC Three Counties Radio
0: It's 7 o'clock. I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines. Policeman from Hertfordshire avoids jail for possessing indecent images. Mobile home residents want council to take action. And Rickshaw Challenge heading for Buckinghamshire. BBC Three Counties Radio. Former soldier and Metropolitan Police detective from Hertfordshire has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children. Simon Laws who was a detective constable pleaded guilty to 15 charges. More from you and Duncan. Officers raided Simon Law's home in Berkhamsted on October the 8th last year. Most of the abuse images involved girls aged around 10 but in one an 18-month-old baby was being raped. Laws, who had no previous convictions, told the police he'd only viewed child pornography in the course of his work. Sentencing him to 12 months in custody suspended for two years, Judge Michael Baker QC told St Albans Crown Court it was because of Law's background he wasn't immediately going to prison. Pensioners living on a mobile home Home site in Hertfordshire are in danger of having their water cut off. It follows a dispute between them and the owners of Newlands Park in Bedmond near Abbots Langley after the bill went up by a disproportionate amount, according to the residents. These people from the site say they want Three Rivers District Council to take action against the landlords.
16: We want them to enforce their powers. They have the power to take action.
0: It's, it, it's neglected their duties. We need help. Help us. Yes. The Labour leader, Ed Miliband, will say in a speech this morning that he is driven to become Prime Minister by a desire to change the country. In a BBC interview, the Labour leader admitted that his mettle had been tested by recent criticism of his leadership. A timetable for putting all patients' records online has been drawn up by the NHS. People could have access to their GP records by next year and to all their medical care information by 2017. Scientists at the European Space Agency are anxiously waiting for fresh information Information before they can be sure that the space probe they landed on a comet has remained in place. Astrium in Stevenage and the Milton Keynes-based Open University are part of the project. The lander has already sent back pictures. Mission manager Fred Janssen says material should help us learn a lot more about our planet's own beginnings. The mission is of enormous importance to ESA, also because the ambition of the mission, what we're
1: trying to achieve, connect ourselves to the origin of the solar system, the planets and the emergence of
0: life on Earth. So it has been compared in the media with the lunar landing and I think in terms of ambition, it definitely can. The BBC's one-show rickshaw challenge arrives in Buckinghamshire today, raising money for children in need. The team of riders with presenter Matt Baker will be cycling through Buckingham, Winslow and Aylesbury. So far they've raised over £600,000. In sport, the BBC has learnt that an inquiry for football ball's world governing body FIFA clears Qatar of corruption during its successful bid to host the 2022 World Cup, but it's understood that England will be criticised for its behaviour during its failed attempt to stage the 2018 competition. The weather, some bright or sunny intervals this morning, but strengthening winds and rain will spread from the west by mid-afternoon, a maximum temperature 14 degrees Celsius, and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Giza. Giza, 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 Giza. Today on BBC Three Counties Radio
3: from nine, the JVS show with the big phone in,
4: the hottest topic of the day, and your consumer problems. From twelve,
3: Nick Hoffer with the author of Be Stiff,
4: the story of the legendary punk label Stiff Records. From three,
3: Roberto Peroni.
6: I'm here with a roundup of the day's news, the latest travel, and your stories.
5: From seven,
3: Mark Forrest.
5: I'll bring you the best bits from everything that's been happening on BBC Local Radio.
3: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: OK, well, it's, um, 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 let me start that again. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy, busy show this morning. Dodgy coppers, slippery landlords, and boffins getting all excited because they got a camera
3: to stick to a comet. Woo!
6: 08459 five, 4555 double, 555.
3: Double, Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Boyleys here. Morning, Catherine. Hello.
6: we got any texts or anything before we carry on? We didn't do any in the last hour. That's uh, um, remiss well, of me.
8: They are mostly talking about the Shags, which is the group we played <laughs> earlier on. Should we play some more? I can play some no, more. No, no, I think I can summarise it. Imagine taking three nice but not very musical people, <laughs> giving them... Some instruments, not letting them hear music ever in their lives and seeing what they come up with. They come up with this. There was a sports car on
6: the road. It actually makes you angry, Kelly, doesn't it?
8: It gets you furious. I think the introductions are usually quite strong. Yeah. I mean, comparatively.
9: Following it was like riding on
6: a Oh, it's just, I just think it's it's wonderful. It's, that's pure music. That music is so pure. It's untainted. It says, um, it says in the sleeve notes. Although they'd never heard music, their biggest influences were Herman's Hermits, Ricky Nelson, and the Monkeys.
8: They just like the names, I guess.
6: <laughs> they just like the. What are people saying on the, the, the text? I'm probably asking where they can buy the shags from. Um,
8: well, um,
6: yeah. Well, you, uh, you can get it well, for Ke-
8: Keith in Luton suggests they might win the Eurovision Song Contest. Could do. Could do. Um, Noreen in Leegrave, Grave, not a fan. Please stop playing them. Okay in Hanslope that was awful especially when the bloke took over the singing
6: there's no there is no bloke involved in that band apart from their dad it's all it's all girls it's all they're like the precursor to the Spice Girls or Little Mix it's just very, very, very powerful music. We'll see. Let's see if we can get the shags on one day. Should we try and get the shags on? Do
8: they have a telephone?
6: <clears throat> that, that's, um, yeah, that's possible. 08459 four double five five double five. Slightly more serious things. Pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are in danger of having their water cut off. Follows a dispute between them and the owners of Newlands Park in Abbots Langley after the bill went up by a disproportionate amount, according to the residents. Well, As we heard earlier this week, it's not the only issue. number of maintenance problems with plumbing and basic of static caravans caravans are twisted there are talks of um, we were told that, that some of the, uh, the residents there have been intimidated by uh, the owners well th- the owners aren't doing anything Three Rivers District Council aren't doing anything so Catherine and I thought we'd go down and have a look Kath got a guided tour of one of the worst affected vans
8: just looking at your van here what's going on?
16: Uh, well actually this in April um, front room decided to go down on one side Leaning over, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, I don't know what's going on here. Come out, took the skirt off, and had a look, and uh, the base is cracked and broken, as well as four legs. Okay, this leg is broken, and then it tipped over. So I came out, took the skirt off, and had a look, and think, oh, better put some, some ports underneath. Anyway, it wasn't just there that it was broken.
8: Let's go a bit further along.
16: Yeah, this is actually here. Oh, if- God
8: oh don't put your head under there
16: that's oh i have to go under here i have to go under there that's why that jack's under there i have to go under there to to, to keep adjusting the house because it's twisting and turning damaging the floors and the walls you can see what it's doing it's pushing off it's pulled the corner off i put some tape over there to keep the water out because it will rot the wood
8: so what's this here? Is this your waste pipe
16: that's my services yes indeed
8: and what's going on with that? Because I hear you, you're having trouble getting rid of your bath water
16: Oh yeah, well we haven't got that far yet. All oh, right,
8: there's more. Yeah,
16: um, it's all cracked and broken there. Do you wish to come in? Remember, I'm a bachelor and live on my. Own. <laughs>
3: if you'd like to come in,
16: I am right. redecorating. Yeah, please do. I'm under redecorating at the moment. I've redecorated everything, and as you can see, they're starting to pull apart. Yeah. My bedroom. The wallpaper and such it's like has fallen. Yes, and uh, the van window is running down.
7: Mm-hmm.
16: Okay, and the floor runs down.
7: Yeah.
16: Okay, my bath can't get rid of the water because it's all leaning over that way. Oh wow! I can't support it anymore. I keep going under there and putting blocks of wood on, and it just won't have it. Um, if you'd like to, yeah, let's go. am redecorating my kitchen as well. You can see the kitchen and the sink. All is leaning over on one side. You're walking downhill when you went there. Mm. And it's twisting the van, damaging... Yeah, that's all been... I'm in the process of redoing it bit by bit. But is it really worth it when you see it's terribly heartbreaking? You know, I've been at this from April, I've been on this. Um, The owners aren't interested.
8: Well, how not interested are they? Have you spoken to them directly?
16: No, I've written in three letters to their supposed office and had absolutely no reply at all. Not a mention nothing, and yet they come round after they collect the money every Saturday, come round and drive by. Don't stop.
6: Well, keep listening, because as we were talking to Paul, that gentleman there, the owner's turned up one of the owners turned up in a car didn't he yes find out what happened in the next hour stay tuned for more well listening to that is the conservative mp for st albans it's anne main morning again anne good morning uh, you uh, have, have kind of um, by the way all the residents there even those uh, who uh, aren't conservative had wonderful things to say about you and and the work that you're putting in so well done there you're familiar with this lack of response from the owners aren't you
15: Oh, oh, I am. Um, if you do happen to get hold of them, they put the phone down you, or they, they have a very aggressive phone response. And then have you s- have you it. spoken to them at all? Yes, I rang all of them. I thought, in fairness, because they are, their numbers are up on the site, and the residents tell me that they will only answer the phone once to you, and if they don't like what you're saying, they put the phone down anyway. Um, Mr. Golby, after a while, just got very, very agitated when I was reading off the complaints. I said, you know, people cannot get hold of you. They want to talk to you. They don't want to send a letter, wait a month, get a no response or get a response that just says pay your bills or you're being cut off. Um, and eventually went, thank you very much, and shoved the phone down. Wow. So he's, he's not an easy person to talk to. And the council sent letters that haven't been responded to for a month. Eventually they are responded to, and I spoke to the council, Mr. Earl Jackson, I said, um... Well, there you are. That's how long it takes to get hold of the the owners. And they said, as long as they can communicate with them, that's okay. No, I don't call. When you've got a threat of being cut off in a month, taking a month to respond to a letter, okay, but there we go, that's, that's where we're at with this them. Is,
6: this is the water bill, that the, the, the residents claim has gone up by 50%. They think it's because, not because of the extra usage of water, but because the, the, the pipes that are the owner's responsibility to fix are leaking. Um, that bill's not, not being paid, and the, the <laughs> residents have been told they've, they've got 30 days to pay until they get cut off.
15: Yes, that's what they were told. And again, this is back to the site communication. Mr. Golby has a notice board. He puts notices on it and threatening notices sometimes. Nobody else can put anything else. I talked to Affinity yesterday because, as you know, it's a grey area with park homes. What happens is the owner pays the bill and then he gets the money off the residents. The residents are saying that the water has gone up from 12.5 units to nearly 18 because there's huge leaks. He just says pay the bill or else you'll cut off. Although it is his bill, and the residents obviously owe what they owe in terms of use, if he's wasted water, then he could be liable for a waste of water action. Affinity assured me yesterday, and I really want to make this clear because the residents don't have anywhere to put this up, they have assured me as vulnerable domestic users they will not be cut off. Great. The argument is with Mr. Golby. He has no right telling them they will be cut off. And the Affinity Company now, to be fair, they're doing everything they can. They've, now they're aware of the situation and the lack of communication. They're going to send in... Some engineers at the invitation of one of the residents, they're going to do flow tests on the site, they're going to warn Mr. Golby if the site has got leaks, which the residents say they still have, um, that he must comply and repair to their standards, and if not, they will take him to court on waste of water and do
6: the repairs and bill him for that. Well, good for them, isn't it? Nice to hear. Um, uh, 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 what's, I tell you what's coming out of this story, Anne, is that that, that some big companies, some big organisations, that you wouldn't expect to to be so helpful, are actually they really are on the side of. The, some of these people are in their nineties. We met a ninety-three-year-old woman on this site. Yes,
15: I expect the same one. I met. i won't say her name because some of them are nervous about yeah. the the Golbies knowing who they are making waves. I mean, these are the troublemakers, the ninety-three-year-old, and you know she was very unhappy when I met her. Uh, the other thing is, is I, I just find the council seems to be toothless spineless i call them but toothless
6: i did say look please try and get with mr goldby and one of the residents this this
15: taking a month oh.
6: to respond to a letter. And sorry, t- sorry to interrupt, we've got a statement I'd love to read you in a second, but but, but who's organising this roundtable discussion?
15: I rang them up and said, look, I'm sick of this lack of being able to get hold of Mr. Goldby. Will you arrange a meeting? Because oh. they can talk to him. Oh. And they said, yes, to be fair, they're happy to meet with me, but as far as I know, we still haven't got Mr. Goldby <laughs> this to is This is interesting. Meeting. I'm
6: going to read you a statement. We've had such trouble getting anyone from Three Rivers District Council to, to comment. We finally got a statement after a week, despite us wanting an interview. This is their Try and be quiet till the end if you can, Anne, because I think you might have something to say on this. From Three Rivers District Council Anne Main has thanked our staff for doing what they could to help resolve the concerns She's advised us that she is arranging a round table meeting with the aim of resolving the issues. The council's remit extends to the site licence only We found no evidence for a breach of licence The end
15: Well, there we go. Um, I thank them for, um, to be fair, they're probably sick to the back teeth of me and my staff uh, because we keep ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing, and I think, you know, we are testing their patience somewhat on this one. So I did thank them for, you know, at least at least listening to us and trying to um, resolve some of these issues. To be fair, they did send around some test correspondence. um, But every answer we get is it's not in the site licensing agreement. Mr. Golby is within his rights to act like this. But the council actually does have powers under the new 2013 Act if they believe Mr. Golby is acting unreasonably, such as on the the non-repair of the bases, to force him to do them. And they do accept he hasn't repaired the bases. They do accept the bases aren't wrong. So in that respect, I'm accusing them of actually abandoning the residents because you're, you're, you've been around that site. Yeah. It is a really sad scenario where they are watching their homes crumble because of Mr. Golby's lack of maintenance on the site. So I ask them, since Mr. Golby, they get, don't have a lot of trouble getting hold of Mr. Golby, probably because they don't give him any grief like I do, um, I ask them to invite Mr. Golby to a meeting and I will go to Three Rivers office. Now, if they think it's me organising it, I will write to Mr. Goldby accordingly, but it sounds as if it's going to take me a while, and he'll probably do what he knows he can do, and is ignore me.
6: Uh, And listen, we've only got 30 seconds while we've got you on another local story for you. We spoke about the 10,000 tonnes of wood yesterday at Apps Pond Lane, Uh, the site people remember. There's a huge fire there that that kind of raged for a while and smouldered for months. Uh, The the wood's not been removed. Navitas, the owners, have been given until yesterday by the Environment Agency to remove it. It was still there yesterday morning. I'm guessing it's still there today. what the, the environment agency said was well, if they don't move it, we might give them a bit longer. It's not good enough, is it?
15: It's not good enough, particularly with the history of the site. And uh, they're discussing with the operator what steps they need to take after this 12th deadline. They've not managed to clear the site. I've not been updated. Well, as of yesterday, the wood was still there. I think it's disgraceful. I met with them before they were agreeing to this new operator taking over the site and said, how are we going to stop a repeat of this? And they said new procedures were in place. Well, all I can say is they're not doing any better with this group than they were with the last group. The residents are sick of having a dump on their doorstep and a dangerous dump.
6: And thank you so much. You, 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 just to remind you, you have won lots of fans at Newlands Park. Well done, Anne. Anne Main, local Conservative uh, MP for St Albans. Um, well, we, we saw Mr. Golby, who she mentioned there. We saw him when we went to the park. Find out what happens as uh, he
5: drove past us. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 southbound is looking very slow between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road. That's after an accident on the northbound carriageway earlier on making it very slow through there. In Bricketwood on the A405 North Orbital Road it's queuing at the M25 Junction 21A Roundabout and having a look at the speed sensors on the M25 anti-clockwise it's looking very slow at the moment between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Elsewhere in Hatfield the Great North Road has some roadworks at St Albans Auburn, Road East. That's not causing any problems at the moment looking at the cameras. And in Bearton, Aylesbury Road has roadworks at Burcott Lane. Checking the speed sensors around there, it's not looking too bad at the moment. And in a- Aylesbury, the 41 Friaridge Road is moving well around the Oxford Road roundabout and the Walston Street roundabout. There's no reports of any problems so far on the trains. Samantha Breath BBC Three Counties Radio. Just
6: a reminder, guys, nobody wants a dangerous dump. 718. Thursday, the 13th of November. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A former soldier and Metropolitan Police detective from Berkhamsted has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children. Pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are in danger of having their water cut off and are calling on Three Rivers District Council to take action against the landlords. And the Children in Need rickshaw challenge will be in Buckinghamshire today. BBC
3: Three Counties Radio.
4: Even though this week sees the latest international break for some of our teams...
11: Watford and MK Dons have had their games called off due to international call-ups.
4: We'll still bring you live commentaries in Three Counties sports.
11: Cracking save from the goalkeeper Joe Day.
4: On Saturday afternoon, you can hear Luton at home to Tranmere.
14: Owls goes in the oh. road and finds
6: the bottom corner. Really
4: good finish. Or Stevenage against Cheltenham.
6: It's buried there.
4: Three Counties Sport Saturday from 2
5: here on BBC Three Counties Radio
3: Call
5: 08459
6: 455 555 BBC Three Counties Radio Three Rivers District Council you can't just give us a statement you need to come on and talk to us. You need to come on and talk to us and tell us why you're ignoring the act that, that says you do have the power to step in if you want to. Is it because, as has been suggested on the show, that the owners uh, of this, uh, the, 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 this park are travellers? Is that what it is? And you're scared of rocking the boat? Because if it's that, well, then that's, that's, that's nonsense. That's a terrible reason not to get involved. Do come on. We'll, we'll give you a call after the show. We'll, we'll, we'll put what our main uh, just said to, uh, to you. I know you're listening anyway. Uh, we'll give you a call after the show. And, um, and uh, I mean, if you don't want to come on, may- maybe we'll come down to you. I think there's a space outside where we could park the broadcast down, isn't there? 08459 oh, double five five double five is the telephone number. Now, a former soldier and detective from Hertfordshire has avoid, avoided a jail sentence after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children, including hundreds of Category A images. Those are the ones that really are... Um, they're, they're the most uh, indecent. Uh, images of kids, images of animals. There's, there's uh, um, uh, an 18-month-old baby being abused. Oh, horrible, horrible stuff. Well, Judge Michael Baker QC... We'll try and get that caller back if we can. We had a caller earlier on and we lost him. Judge Michael Baker QC said he thought hard about sending Simon Laws straight to prison but decided he would suspend the sentence because of Laws' background. So, he passed a 12-month jail sentence, suspended for two years. There's a supervision order. There's a curfew. He's had his computer confiscated, and he's been fined six hundred pounds. Just let that sink in for a bit. You can give us a call if you want. Let me know your thoughts on that. Should his background be taken into consideration? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I can speak to uh, the NSPCC's head of strategy and lead for tackling sexual abuse. It's John Brown. John, what, what do you think? The facts you've, you've just heard there, how do you react to that? Uh, yeah, good morning Ian. Um,
20: we're actually quite concerned at the NSPCC that there's uh, it looks like there's an increase actually in the number of um, non-immediate custodial sentences, so including suspended sentences but other non-custodial sentences as well, being given out for, for these sorts of offences where people have been downloading and creating and sharing some of the most vile child abuse imagery. Um, and that uh, we, we, we need to find, look at, look at that into more detail, I think, really, but we're certainly concerned that overall it looks like there, there may be an increase in this sort of sentencing. It, it's, it's wrong, it gives the wrong message. Well, it, this, fella, it, this
6: fella's been, he's got to pay 600 quid it, some people will be thinking, "Well, it's almost worth the risk, isn't it? If that's all it's cost him."
20: Well, you know, I, I think um, the important things to remember, if, if we're serious about wanting to um, address this real problem, and it looks like it is an increasing problem of people accessing this vile child abuse imagery, um, it needs to be dealt with through um, deterrence, through through treatment, and, and through prevention. And you know, this sort of sentence doesn't actually address any of those three things. Um, it's uh, I mean, the, the judge has, has, has talked about him suffering from um, post-traumatic stress disorder and from ha- being a, a functioning alcoholic um, really that's, that is frankly an insult to soldiers who are suffering from PTSD and, and others and it's an insult for people who have got alcohol problems um, they are not excuses for people going on to, to access and view this sort of violent right, and, be it, be it. and clearly he has got a problem and he needs treatment to address that as well and he needs to be punished and receive a prison sentence to give a clear victim
6: into victims and other potential offenders as should, well. Should people's backgrounds ever be taken in, into consideration in, in, in cases like this, John, to the, to the point where it can be the deciding factor as to whether they go to prison or not?
20: It's about weighing it up. It's about weighing up the message it gives to, to um, other, other offenders and potential offenders and people thinking that they, they might take the risk and view this sort of imagery. It's about the message it gives to victims, and it needs to be taken in the round. And of course, people's circumstances and backgrounds do need to be taken into account, but not to this extent, and not to this extent where it, it, it does give what appears to be quite a skewed sentence, I think, really. Um, you know, it, it, uh, if, if you drill down to it, it it's, you know, kind of the, the fundamental things for him are not about the fact that he's got an alcohol problem. It's, it's the fact that he's got a problem with, with wanting to view child abuse imagery. And, and know, that's not going to go
6: away, is it? it, it, it generally, not, in, in, in these people that do get uh, their kicks from looking at this stuff, getting a slap on the wrist generally doesn't take away that urge, does it?
20: it it's compulsive and it's addictive behaviour. And, of course, some of these individuals, mainly men, although not exclusively, will actually go on or have already gone on to commit contact offences against children as well so that needs to be assessed and 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 that uh, the 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 treatment needs to address that that addiction and the risk that they pose so i I think that's that's a really important thing to remember the other important point to make is you know of course these are not victimless crimes viewing this sort of vile imagery online is perpetuating this terrible trade in children being abused and for every image a child of course has been abused
6: (laughs) Is, is it? I heard a story uh, last week, John, about that there was some kind of um, uh, online trap thing was set up. And, and as a result of it, they, they got, got the uh, the addresses and the names of thousands of, of people who view these images around the world. And some countries were acting on it. But, but Britain said, well, we're not going to act on it because it would just overwhelm and flood the system. The prison system, the legal system couldn't cope with that. Kind of numbers is that part of the problem that that, 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 that there are so many people doing this that, that prisons couldn't cope with it.
20: Well, the, the CIO, the Child Exploitation Online Protection Centre, which is part of the National Crime Agency, their their estimation, probably getting on for about two years ago now, but was that between there there are between fifty and sixty thousand people you know in the UK uh, viewing child abuse imagery, Blimey. and each of those, each of those individuals. Are viewing you know hundreds, thousands, on some occasions millions of images. So it's a huge problem, and you know I've spoken before recently about about the police being relatively under, you know, quite significantly actually under resourced in, in in many areas to deal with this problem. So that that is certainly a concern, and we. Do need to see a greater investment, I think, in law enforcement resources to deal with this mountain of, of, of imagery, to deal with the number of people who are of concern who are coming to their attention, and to deal with that promptly as well. I thought but that John, needs to be combined with, you know, kind of prevention in yeah. Karen's messages as well.
6: I thought, on the back of Savile and Stuart Hall, on the back of this, uh, all this stuff that's going on with with missing dossiers in, in in Parliament, I thought we'd kind of learnt our lesson as to how serious this kind of crime is but you hear things like this and maybe we haven't
20: well we're making some progress we definitely are i, th- I think you know the the um inquiry that's been launched and obviously you know there are problems there in terms of getting that off the ground and getting a chair in place and everything um and the the work of the home office and other government departments and voluntary sexual organizations like the NSPCC um, so progress is being made, and I think we now know what needs to be done. It's now actually getting that momentum, really moving forward, making sure that we've got sufficient resources in the right place for, for treatment for victims, because there's not enough of that around the country, um, and, and, for, and for a proper preventative approach to, to ensure that when people are thinking about committing the, the, these awful crimes, Firstly, they know that they're going to be caught, and secondly, that where appropriate help is available, uh, you know, and uh, to to steer them away, really, from some of these awful behaviours. So I think... Some progress is being made. We we now know very clearly, you know, government and and others, and and, and those responsible for for developing these child protection policies and and prevention measures, we know what needs to be done. But I think it is now bluntly down to will and resources and really strong leadership from the top to make sure that that happens.
6: John, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. John Brown uh, from the NSPCC. Uh, There will be some people listening who will think that the government are exactly the wrong kind of people to, um, to be leading this. There are some people uh, who, who believe there is a conspiracy within the government. There, there is a, a, a collective of people who perhaps have been paedophiles working within the government. There's, uh, I mean, Cyril Smith, anybody? you remember that guy? We all thought he was a lovable fat bloke and he was getting up to all kinds of things. And uh, they talked about Theresa May and this, uh, this inquiry that doesn't seem to be getting off the ground and um, all of these leaked documents. There was a great interview on another radio station with someone who had read some of the documents in the 80s and uh, it had been given to him, this leaked thing that was given to... Um, 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 Leon Britton thank you I can never remember his name I always want to say someone else's name uh, and he'd read some of them and he contacted the Liberal Party as it was then and said I've got these documents can we talk about them the next day it's an amazing interview the next day Cyril Smith turned up on his doorstep and said give me those FN documents you can't have them bloke refused to give them The next day, Special Branch turned up and um, threatened him with arrest. So there are some people who will think... and it's, Do you know what? I I do like a good laugh at conspiracy theories and, um, hey, we didn't land on the moon and and Prince Philip killed Princess... All of those things. This one doesn't seem that far-fetched that there is potentially a a, a government cover-up into all this kind of stuff. Someone's already tweeted me, I bet that ex-copper was a Freemason. People... When you see stories like this... This specific story about Simon Laws, ex-copper, all these horrific images, not going to prison. People will end up going. Oh, it All sounds a bit suspicious. It's it's all a bit of a club, isn't it?
8: Well, I think we've had we've been robbed of our innocence, haven't we, in the last few years? Yeah.
5: 08459 oh, four double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 southbound is still looking slow between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road after an accident on the northbound carriageway. In Brickett Wood on the A405 North Orbital Road, it's queuing around the M25 Junction 21A roundabout on the speed sensors, having a look at the M25 anti-clockwise, looking very slow there between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Elsewhere, looking at the A1M on the speed sensors, and it's looking very heavy around Junction 7 for Stevenage, and on the approach there, on the A602, and in what Exchange Road is looking quite busy on the cameras around Upton Road. There's no reports of any problems so far on the trains, though. Smile to Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Across beds, hearts, and bugs. This
3: is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: I'm Simon Oxley a former soldier and Metropolitan Police detective from Berkhamsted, has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children. Pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are threatening legal action after their water bill went up by what they claim is a disproportionate amount. They want Three Rivers District Council to take action against the landlords and the Children in Need Rickshaw Challenge will be in Buckinghamshire today cycling through Buckingham Winslow and Aylesbury. the Football Association is expected to face criticism for its behaviour during its failed bid for the 2018 World Cup when the main findings of a report for football's world governing body are released today. It's also understood that no action will be taken against Qatar following an investigation into how the 2018 and 2022 World Cups were awarded. More from Richard Conway. The BBC has learnt that Qatar, which won the right to stage the tournament in 2022
6: and has been the subject of several specific corruption claims will be cleared, paving the way for the Gulf State to host the World Cup in eight years' time. Meanwhile, it's understood England's doomed effort to secure the 2018 World Cup will be criticised in the light of its repeated attempts to curry favour with Jack Warner, an influential but now deposed FIFA vice-president.
0: League Two side Burton have appointed former Chelsea striker Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank as manager. His first game in charge will be Monday night's trip to Wickham, followed by a home game with Luton. Former Luton striker David Oldfield will become Hasselbank's assistant after being released from his role at Milton Keynes Don's account. Academy. In tennis, Novak Djokovic beat Stan Wawrinka at the World Tour Finals at the O2 Arena last night. Andy Murray faces Roger Federer this evening.
21: Obviously a very difficult match. It'll be an exciting match. I hope I can play well. We've had some very good matches over the years. Hopefully I can get through the group and keep going. If not, playing against Roger is a good way for me to finish the year as well, so uh, there's a lot of positives for me going into that match. It's nice to go into Thursday still with an opportunity to go through.
0: And in Rugby, England head coach Stuart Lancaster names his side later this morning for Saturday's match against South Africa. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at 8. Call
3: 08459 455 555.
5: BBC Three Counties Radio. OK, um,
6: so th- this copper that um, um, uh, had some horrific images on his computer of children and all kinds of things happening, didn't go to prison. Uh, is there a conspiracy... When you hear stories like this, judge didn't send him to prison, he took his background into consideration, background being he'd, he'd got post-traumatic stress disorder from being in the army, serving in Northern Ireland, and, and being a copper. Well, it does kind of make you think, well, maybe there is more going on at the top. Maybe there is some kind of conspiracy some kind of protection. Andy has uh, uh, tweeted, and this isn't particularly helpful, allowing convicted paedophiles to roam the streets is a disgrace. Catch them, prosecute them, hang them!
8: Got some similar texts. Yeah. Um, Maffin Hamslope, there's a simple deterrent. The sentence should be a facial tattoo pedo across the bridge of your nose. No. Nick and Hitchin, the vile ex-copper that had those disgusting pictures on his laptop should be in solitary in a cell in the same establishment as other ex-pop stars are. Shame we don't have a facility similar to Alcatraz to put them in.
6: Um... See, it was interesting. The guy from the NSPCC was talking about helping them. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Some kind of treatment. I don't think you can turn it off. I think, and I've spoken to to, to plenty of people about this on this show and another show. Um, that it's kind of like it's a sexuality mm-hmm. it's like you are gay you are straight you are bisexual you are pedophile that it's you can you I can't, can't be...
8: imagine someone dabbling in that
6: no exactly you, you you can't switch off being straight you can't switch off being gay it's probably really unlikely that for most there'll, there'll be exceptions but for most people who are sexually aroused by children that you couldn't you can't switch that off that is their it, 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 as i say their chosen thing not chosen at all that is their is their gender so Here's a sentence that I didn't think I'd say. Should we feel sorry for them to a certain extent? Should we, if it's not their fault, if it is that you are born that way? Let's assume, as, as many experts kind of believe, if you're born that way, just as you are born straight, you are born gay. Should we feel sorry for them? Oh, eight four, five, nine, four five, 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 five I don't know. I don't know. I put it out there as a ridiculous hypothesis, but you never know. There might be, if it's not their choice, if they're not going right today. I am deciding to look at horrific images of young children. You know, if they're, if they're not making that choice, okay. if they, it's not a choice to make, then I guess we have to have some sympathy for them. And
8: we've had enough experts come on this programme and tell us that you cannot rehabilitate. It's It's just a matter of avoidance avoidance
6: and he says i think my suggestion is more helpful than letting him roam the same streets as our children Uh, okay oh eight four five nine four double five five double five hey tell us about newlands Catherine, where we went the other day because some people might have just switched on
8: newlands park um bedman near abbots langley was where we went yesterday we've been called what a
6: delightful place and what lovely lovely people
8: it was a real community atmosphere Yeah, it was nice people really look out for each other there um a number of them are pensioners but there are younger people living there too They're living in these um, static homes, these mobile homes, but they're sort of all bricked in, aren't they? Um, but they're having loads of problems with just maintenance issues. So there's subsidence, so some of the um, bases are crumbling away. Um, there's a man in particular, Paul, who we heard, just heard from, the, the guy whose van is completely on on the slide. He
6: can't run a bath because the water goes the other way. It doesn't go towards he's, the drain.
8: He's having to crawl underneath his van every day to to adjust the jack. I mean, it's just awful. I did not want to put my face anywhere near it. Never mind stick my head under it. <laughs>
7: Because it's you know it's
8: it's it's swinging one way, so that kind of thing's happening. Um, There's there are also problems with you know um, just general maintenance. Apparently, a tree went through someone's window at one
7: point.
6: We we were there, we went there, uh, and uh, by coincidence, as we were talking to a gentleman, one of the owners turned up in a car. we'll, We'll find out what happened in a bit. But Mick's in Newlands. Morning, Mick.
1: Good morning, Ian. Thank you for your show and your help. You're
6: you're very welcome. It was nice to meet you the other day. Um, you heard uh, uh, Anne Mayne, I'm assuming earlier on she's really is uh, on your side, isn't she? That's got to make you, that's got to give you some comfort.
1: Well, I, I mean, without her our staff and yourselves, I don't think we would uh, get anywhere. But the point about the council is, uh, I wonder whether um, under the Human Rights Act, we could have some sort of judicial review to to get them to actually do something because they're failing to. Uh, um complete a service
8: let's just clarify that because your um your landlords are not addressing the problems and in fact on a number of occasions they've got quite aggressive about it or just completely ignored you about it and the council does have a possibility um within law to go in there and intervene they've decided not to and main suggests it's because the landlords are travelers and they don't want to interfere
1: well, that, that that is a possibility. Um, but I think the main reason is, is that uh, they keep on saying that they haven't got the staff or the cash to, to do this. Now, they can recover any expenses under the new Act, and they do have the powers to do it, but they're, they're backing off because they are discretionary.
8: And they have been down there to have a look as well, haven't they? They sent someone from the environmental department...
1: Yes, um, she came down and the partners admitted liability for repairing the bases. Um, but nothing's been done since April. We have and been to,
7: to, go on,
1: sorry. sorry. Two of the residents have, have written uh, individually to each of the partners and have never had any reply from them.
6: Okay. Well, listen. We we, we uh, we've had a, a rubbish statement from Three Rivers that's not good enough. We're going to give them a call today, and uh, let's 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 put, put our cards on the table. If they don't come on, if they won't come on the show, we're going to go to them. Um, we. We're going to go to them, and we'll do the show outside their office.
8: Because one of the most alarming problems is this twisted gas pipe on underneath Paul's van, isn't it? Tell yeah. us a bit more about that.
1: Well, um, Paul phoned me the other day. He was very worried because um, his his gas boiler was twisted on the wall. Now, what we're worried about is, is if it explodes, it could take out the vans either side, and and some of the other um, residents on the on the site could be quite badly injured or even, in fact killed. So I, I really do think that um, if they don't do anything, that um, I will consider taking them to court. Um, suing them. So if there's anybody on that will give us a hand with any legal advice, I'll be very grateful for it.
6: Well, as you say, we, we were there, one of the owners turned up. We uh, we tried to speak to them, find out what happened a bit later on. Mick, it's good to talk to you. Keep listening. Cause we...
1: the, the only thing about that, Ian, yeah, is it's one of the funniest things I, I, I have seen. And but mate. I will give nothing else away. Sam, would you, we,
6: I, I'll come and give you a slap, Mick.
1: You've
6: only got one working leg. I can catch
1: you easy, fella. You almost equal Jesse Owen's Record,
8: what I would say. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was a moment we, we both sort of stood there looking at each other, didn't we, Mick? As he disappeared off yeah. down the hill, and then I yes, thought, yes. When, when he disappeared I, I, out of sight, I, I, I thought, I
1: better I, chase I, him. I was very worried. I was very worried for his safety. I tell
6: you, oh, you'd be worried for your safety, Michael, because you cheat me like that. I'll come and. <laughs> I'll come and take your little... Uh, bless him, he's, he's, he's done his knee in, And he's got one of those things where you rest your knee on and you kind of wheel yourself along, so I could catch him quite easily. He's no slouch to. on that thing. He's, he's not at all. Mick, nice to talk to you. Uh, th- th- there you go, Three Rivers. C- come on the show and talk to us and talk to the residents. Otherwise, we're going to come and do the show from outside your office. I think we, 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 that's fair warning. Um, I, I believe there's a good place we could park the uh, the, the truck and broadcast the show from. So... Come to us or we come to you. Simple as. 08459 four double five five double five. Justin daly Good morning, boss. I have
10: to say, yep. um, I couldn't wait until eight o'clock. So I've been into our computers. I have listened mm. to that audio.
6: Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Fair play. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> p- <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Fair, thank you very much, Justin. Coming from you, I, that is, I, I genuinely take that as a big honour. So mm. thank you very much. Now, <laughs> uh, um, Kim Kardashian's Bum Bum. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's an horrific picture. It's on the front page of The Sun. It's kind of, they've covered it a little bit. Go to page nine. It's, it, it kind of, the internet melted last night, just as much as I suspect some of her backside could melt. <laughs> she's posed um, um, kind of naked with her back to us. She's got a huge backside. That's what she, imagine being famous. So what are you famous for? Got a big bum. Oh, mm. right, nice one. <laughs> she's she's greased it up. She's had a picture. <laughs> uh, she's
8: greased it up, but she has. She has, She looks like a hot dog.
6: <laughs> incredible picture. (laughs) You
10: like it. I do, I think it looks fantastic. I think, you know, I think there is a beautiful lady on the front page of Paper Magazine in America um, doing her thing. Do you know what
6: I think when I see that picture? Go on. I think there is a mum I think there is a mum who's got a newborn baby, yeah. a new kiddie, and she's doing that. She does not need to do that. She's got loads of money. She's married to Kanye West. They're wealthy. Yeah, yeah. I think she's she's embarrassing herself, and I think she's uh, she she is an inspiration to women out there. I will tell you why. Because if you can look that good
10: after pregnancy, come on, oh, you no. can't argue with that.
8: That is odd. That is really odd. I don't think
6: that's a good. I don't think that's a good message to be sending to women. I think that makes women feel inferior. I don't look that good after after having my baby. That, yeah. I think Kim should uh, should this all behind her. Right. <laughs> I also think yeah, that once good. you've
8: done that picture, you can't moan about press intrusion. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she's that moved can, the world. <laughs>
6: that camera is pretty intrusive. I've had, I've had a camera that's slightly more intrusive uh, on me, but but still, uh, Justin, you've you've taken this. I have. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sixteen centimeters. Justin, you've taken this to the streets. <laughs> um, <laughs> what you, have uh, the people had to say? Um, you wanted the lady's perspective, I, I did, mate, so yes. I
10: went out with this image this morning, just in case people hadn't seen it in the newspapers or on social media. Here is the lady. The ladies' perspective. Take a listen.
6: All oh, the ladies in the house.
0: Mm, mm, mm. The,
12: the ladies. The ladies.
6: ladies.
0: The ladies' perspective with Ian Lee across beds, hearts, and bucks. The ladies. ladies. The
7: ladies. ladies,
10: ladies, ladies. Getting some reaction on the streets this morning, madam. The ladies' perspective. What do you think about that image? Your initial thoughts, please. Not a lot. Horrible. Why is it horrible? Well, because she's ugly. What's ugly about her body? I quite like that backside. What's ugly about the body?
12: Oh, well, I don't need to see it. If she's got big backside, cover it.
10: Shall I take that image out of your face? Yeah. Patricia? Yes. Classy name, classy outfit, classy lady. <laughs> uh, we're getting the lady's no. perspective this morning. What do you think no. about this?
3: Not classy. Not in proportion. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Why not?
10: You don't think she's going a bit too far then when she is a mother? No, it's only a bum. Definitely not, no. I think it looks fine. It's quite tasteful. You can't see anything, just a bit of bum. Wow, bit big, a bit big. You think that's tasteful?
22: Well, it's not bad, is it? Um, it's not very pretty, let's put it that way.
10: Looks good to me. <laughs> right, do so to you? Yeah. You're of the male gender. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I checked. <laughs> good morning, madam. What's your name? Uh, my name is Rubina. Rubina. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Just give us your initial thoughts. No, nice. Because it's, <laughs> she's not very close. Do you not think, though, she has got quite a nice backside?
7: No, I don't think so.
10: Thanks for your time, madam. Thank you. So, Rabina didn't like it, but the mm, surprised mm. that that, la- that lady uh, in the middle did. Yeah, only one person, though, this morning, going out on the streets. I mean, yes, the men were saying, <sighs> what are you talking about? Oh, oh lovely, isn't that lovely? But uh, the women, only one lady I spoke to this morning in one hour thought that was a decent picture.
8: I wonder how she gets jeans to fit. <laughs> <laughs> that's my initial practical thought. Well, I she's mean, got what got are you going to wear? She's got the money. She probably
10: has somebody come round to her
6: home
8: uh, and they have the jeans measure. to fit. Yeah, exactly. A couple of tape measures. One of those, um, round, those things that they use to... Try the Here's road. the thing
6: isn 't she have I got this um um the wrong way round? have I got this back to front is, is she? <laughs> oh. thank you guys uh, don 't be cheeky that 's what the cameraman said to her here have I got this the wrong way round right Is she not just indulging in what Catherine was reminded me of of a great British <laughs> tradition? the moon. When was the last time, Just Mm. you went to a football match or you drove up the M1 (laughs) and someone, a a van full of lads (sighs) someone knocked on the window, you looked and they turned round and exposed their backside. When was the last time that happened?
10: Okay, let's get this absolutely clear right now. If you're going to a football match, do not moon. Because you're probably going to be banned for three years. So don't do it there. Um, Britain's lost its sense of humour. It did a a while ago, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, in a petrol station.
8: What? You did? Yeah. No, you didn't. No, I did. You You thought about it, but you wouldn't have done it No, no, I did, I did. No, you wouldn't have done it as a BBC employee, you wouldn't have done that. Your friend did
6: it. Yes, my friend did it, You saw someone do it. Yes. Yes. Your friend Justin did it, yes. And uh, what was the reaction when your friend Justin did it, Justin? Well, people laughed. Yes. People laugh at a good moon.
10: (laughs) If if it is, if it is, and (laughs) let let me go back to a fact here, I did in fact not fiction, Um, this was to a person
6: that I knew. I wouldn't do it to a randomer. Your friend Justin did it to a person that he knew. Yes, thank you very much indeed, Justin. I think we have just saved his career. I, I, but when was the last time you went up the M1 and someone mooned you? do not happen. When was the last time you've seen a moon, dear listener? <laughs> Full moon. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I'll do one to the girls whilst we get the travel.
5: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC
3: Three Counties Radio.
11: One towards London, it's very slow between Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne. It's after an accident there on the opposite carriageway over an hour ago. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's very slow between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. And having a look around Watford, on speed sensors, Exchange Road is looking very busy around Upton Road in May on the A404 Amersham Road. There's some temporary lights in place there at Park Lane, not causing any delays at the moment, but that could get busy as we get further into the morning rush and around Roxton on the A1 Great North road by the Black Cat Roundabout. There is roadworks going on there. That is likely to start getting very very busy soon, but it's moving fine at the moment, looking at the speed sensors. On the trains, London Midland have possible 15-minute delays between Milton Keynes Central and London Euston because of a signalling problem that's also affecting Virgin trains. Samantha Ruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you, Samantha. Uh, uh, Andy, you're making some really good points on Twitter. You're making some, some not so good ones as well. Call in, because it, it's a little unfair on the other listeners, me having a one-sided debate. He, his last. Last tweet that I'll read is Assume you're more concerned with uh, a a paedophile's civil liberties The nose of an innocent ten-year-old girl No, I'm not, Andy But but, but your assumption that paedophiles are good You know, if they're they're on the street Call in, let's discuss it It's not fair to have a one-sided Twitter chat with one person. Right, 7.47. It is Thursday the 13th of November. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A former soldier and metropolitan police detective from Berkhamsted, has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are threatening legal action after their water bill went up by what they claim is a disproportionate amount and the children in need Rick Shaw Challenge will be in Buckinghamshire today Is your name Richard Shaw? If it is then keep an eye out from the stars of BBC One's The One Show Beds,
18: hearts and bucks weather
5: BBC Three Counties Radio
18: Thanks very much. Uh, It's 10 degrees across many of the three counties, many spots across the three counties right now, so certainly not a cold start, a mild one. We won't get much, much higher than that because we don't have a lot of sunshine in the forecast for today. Uh, It's quite cloudy just now and generally staying dry with increasing amounts of cloud as we go through the day today. By the end of the day, we'll be talking about some light and patchy rain coming in for this evening's commute. It is pretty light and patchy, as I say, but it's certainly something to be aware of. Top temperature of 12 possibly 13 Celsius before that. Tomorrow morning we'll start with a lot of heavy rain there across Beds, Hearts and Bucks, and it could affect the morning commute. We could have some hail and some thunder mixed in. It comes in and moves away quite quickly, so it rattles through, but uh, a good couple of three hours worth as we go through tomorrow morning's rush hour. And then uh, it'll start to brighten up as we go through the afternoon. The weekend looks pretty dry and settled, varying amounts of cloud around, and temperatures typically around the 12 Celsius mark.
3: Every weekday from three. Good afternoon, welcome to the show. Local people. What's your story? Seems there's a
1: law for them and then there's one for the press. And I disagree with what they're saying. Local views. In some cases, sort of 40% loss in value of their properties. That's Ken
2: and got it right. There is a responsibility when you're paid from the public purse. Local life.
23: Do you want to know how much my carer's allowance goes up by every April when the tax year changes? Two quid.
5: Roberto Peroni. And is it fair to target people?
3: on Benefit. Weekdays from 3, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Welcome to the mysterious world of space. A world where dreams can come true and where probes can now land on comets Yeah, a comet that um, has uh, been been worked on for ages, landed uh, had a thing landed on it. Hang on a second, let me rephrase that.
8: It took ten years for that probe to get to that comet. Ten get
6: years. Right. I, I know exactly. I'm, people think I'm making fun of what is actually a very important, s- serious scientific uh, event. Open University and Astrium scientists made history by landing a probe on a comet after a ten-year journey across the solar system. Well, Dr Simon Green is a senior lecturer in planetary sciences at the Open University. Were you excited yesterday, Simon?
2: Uh, I think that's uh, an understatement. Um, not, not only excited, but very nervous, because this is an incredibly difficult uh, manoeuvre to pull off.
6: What, t- tell me why it's so special, why it's so exciting.
2: Um, it's because this is the first time ever that there's been a landing on a comet. Um, before, we just have very quick flybys and have a sort of little snapshot of view of a comet. Imagine trying to understand a town by driving at 70 miles an hour around the bypass. You know, you really need to go into it and get out and walk around. And so landing on the comet giving giving us a first chance to really understand what goes on in these bodies that tell us about the beginning of the solar system and potentially contain the uh, water and organic molecules that, that may have uh, pre-empted life on Earth.
6: So this could tell us th- b- b- uh, about give us some insight into how our Earth was created.
2: Well yes comets are, are one kind of what's called planetesimals the building blocks of planets. Comets are, are, are made of, of ice and dust and probably formed in the outer part of the solar system and they made up the, um, the ice I see uh, cores of the giant planets like Jupiter. Uh, rocky ob- bodies like asteroids represent the building blocks of something like the Earth. But comets are important because these objects got mixed up in the early hot solar system, and many of them will have hit the Earth wow. early on. Uh,
6: it, 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 it seems incredible, and I don't understand how this works. That it can take ten years for this probe to reach this comet. And they landed on it. That seems—I I can't get my head around that.
2: Yeah, it, it is astonishing. The, the total journey was um, about four billion miles. Flip it. Um, and it went round the solar system several times, and it basically had to catch up with a comet, which is in a very different orbit from the Earth. Yeah. Once you come alongside, even though this thing is travelling at twenty miles, thirty miles a second, um, you can. Um, Imagine it's like two cars driving along side by side on the motorway. Your relative speed seems very, very small, but you're both travelling very fast. And, of course, the trick is to be able to match those speeds perfectly so you can arrive and then manoeuvre around the comet. What is astonishing is when we got there and you saw that incredible object with its complex shape, extremely low gravity, so the space probe, which weighs 100 kilograms, has an effective weight on the comet of about a gram, Um, and getting that to fall down, just releasing it and letting it fall into the gravity field, you can get it to land where you want it to. Um, It's astonishing. But, of course, I don't know if people know... Um, that it didn't actually land once. It probably landed three times. Um, it was very unclear about how what was happening um, after the landing. There's some anomalies in the data. We didn't see pictures taken up, up from the landing site itself. And it appears that the lander bounced oh. off the surface and came back up again for about two hours. Oh. So it's so incredibly low gravity that just a bounce will last two hours. Um, it appears that it landed again. And it's hooked and on. It's got,
6: got these kind of space. It's hooked on now.
2: Well, it's not clear whether it is or not. Oh. The the um, uh, it's it's what happens is, of course, all you have to go on is the telemetry, the the radio signals from the spacecraft, and they're pre it was pre-programmed because it takes half an hour for the signals to get back, um, and those signals telling uh, uh, their commands to say fire the harpoons when it touched down. Those commands appear to have been operated, and so you believe that the harpoons have fired, and then the the uh, cables that are attached them are winched in to hold the spacecraft down, but clearly if the harpoons haven't stuck in the ground or haven't fired, those commands have still been sent, and it still appears they've happened, and so that's where it's unclear, until you got those images from the ground to see that, yes, that's where we are, nobody was really quite sure, and when the images came back, there were many of them that were stripy or black, because the spacecraft was actually still moving in during this bounce, yeah. um, and because we won't know now, because the signals are transmitted via the orbiting spacecraft, and the orbiting spacecraft is now on the other side of the comet. So we'll have to wait till later today before we find out whether they've remade contact, and then see uh, exactly what's happened.
6: Wow. Very exciting. Simon, thank you very much for that.
2: Hey, Simon, while I've got you on, can I ask you
6: just a question? That I, uh, I was listening to something on Radio 4 the other day. It was a documentary about the Moon. And I'd never heard this theory, because no-one knows what the Moon is that the moon might have been created, that it might actually be from Earth, that something might have hit the Earth, and that, that it kind of bounced off, and that became the moon.
2: Right. This, is, this has been the, the prevailing theory, in fact, for, for quite a long time now. And it's based on the fact that if you look at the detailed composition of the rocks of the moon, yeah. they're incredibly like the rocks on the surface of the Earth. Yeah. And it's believed that just in, in the same way that comets were hitting the Earth very early on, that these partially formed planets were floating around um, and potentially could hit each other and it seems like a a body about the size of Mars hit a glancing blow on the Earth um, and disrupted a lot of the Earth parts of the crust or the uh, initially forming crust of the Earth were thrown off and then re-aggregated again in orbit around and that's what formed the moon which is why the moon has probably has a very small, if, um, if at all an iron core like the Earth wow. because that's a material that already moved towards the centre of the Earth and therefore yeah. wasn't lost during the collision. So yes, that's, that is the prevailing theory, although there are lots of details which are quite tricky and Getting it quite right is, is um, you know, is not certain yet. So, of course, you know, it might be in as more data and more information if we return to the moon comes along that that, that theory will be disproved and something else will take its place. But at the moment, that's our best guess.
6: Fascinating. I, I, I want to go to one of Simon's lectures. Thank you, Simon. That was brilliant. Dr Simon Green, Senior Lecturer in Planetary Sciences at the Open University. Melvin Bragg's on the line. Good morning, Melvin. Good morning, Ian. What would you like to say, sir? Well, I haven't been on for a while because your programmes have been very good recently. (laughs) You only come on when they're uh, rubbish.
7: When I I
14: have a complaint to make. Okay, Melvin. What's your complaint today, then? This morning you had that very interesting guy talking about the the comet and the the landing on the comet. Yeah. And you you proceeded to ruin it by playing inane music in the background. Gosh. What What was that about? Why... As a broadcaster, what do you feel that that brought to
6: the interview? I thought that uh, some people may have found that subject a little bit dry and that by bringing some actual space music into it, it kind of illustrated it and made it a bit more fun fun well that, that's obviously your your opinion but uh, it made us it, feel it, like we were in space it did it, it, it made
14: <laughs> that's one way of looking at it but you, you can't concentrate on what the guy's ah. talking about when the music's gone it's as bad as danny baker on a saturday morning on radio five uh,
6: well, gosh as bad as danny baker well Melvin... everybody I'm, I'm, that comes on so there's Melvin, music in the background well I, I i it's awful when people do that isn't it It is. So you'd like us to stop, would you? Ah, uh, yeah, you. very
9: good, very, very, very amusing. sweet sweet thing, you can be I've
5: got no idea what he's talking about. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 towards London, it's still very slow between Junction 10 for the Luton Airport, Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne. In Mark 8 on the A5 southbound, it's looking slow on the speed sensors um, at Hollybush Lane for people diverting away from traffic on the A1. On the M25, anti-clockwise, it's very slow between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. And having a look at the speed sensors in Chiswell Green, the A405 North orbital road's looking very slow around the Shell roundabout at the moment. In North Watford on the A41, it's very slow at the Dome roundabout, and the M40 northbound's looking slow at the moment as well between the Denham roundabout towards the M25. On the trains, London Midland have 15-minute delays between Milton Keynes Central and London Euston, because of a signalling problem that's also affecting Virgin trains as well. So, Anthra, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Andy's, Andy's arguing with me on Twitter. Andy, I'm trying to do a radio show, mate. Call in. He says, I won't take up your kind offer to call in. There's no debate to have on this. You'll only look bad trying to counter my opinion. Yeah, good
5: argument, Andy. Good argument.
3: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's eight o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, criticism as policemen from Hertfordshire escapes jail, mobile home residents urge council to step in and children in need cyclists heading for Buckinghamshire.
3: BBC Three Counties
0: Radio. A former soldier and Metropolitan Police detective from Hertfordshire has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children. Simon Laws from Berkhamsted, who was a detective constable, pleaded guilty to 15 charges and received a suspicion. 12-month sentence. John Brown is from the NSPCC.
20: The judge has, has, has talked about him suffering from um, post-traumatic stress disorder and from ha- being a functioning alcoholic. Um, really, that's, that is frankly an insult to soldiers who are suffering from PTSD and, and others and it's an insult for people who have got alcohol problems. Um, they are not excuses for people going on to, to access and view this sort of violin.
0: Pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are threateningly action after their water bill went up by what they claim is a disproportionate amount. It follows a dispute between them and the owners of Newlands Park near Abbots Langley. They want Three Rivers District Council to take action against the landlords. St Albans MP Anne Mayne agrees.
15: The council actually does have powers under the new 2013 Act if they believe Mr Golby is acting unreasonably, such as on the, you know, the non-repair of the bases, to force him to do them. And they do accept he hasn't repaired the bases. They do accept the bases are wrong. So in that respect, I'm accusing them of actually abandoning
0: the, the Labour leader, Ed Miliband, will say in a speech this morning that he is driven to become Prime Minister by a desire to change the country. In a BBC interview, the Labour leader admitted that his mettle had been tested by recent criticism of his leadership. A timetable for putting all patients' records online has been drawn up by the NHS. People could have access to their GP records by next year and to all their medical care information by 2017. Scientists at the European Space Agency are facing an anxious wait to see whether the probe they landed on a comet 300 million miles from Earth has stayed in position. Astrium in Stevenage and the Milton Keynes-based Open University are part of the project. Dr Matt Taylor is the lead scientist. We have to look at the parameters to see how secure it actually is, if it has come to rest, whether the harpoons were fired, whether we need to fire them again, and what the
4: implications of firing them would be. So this is all in the game now. This is all part of the
0: analysis and what makes science and, and space travel so exciting. The BBC's One Show Rickshaw Challenge arrives in Buckinghamshire today raising money for children in need. The team of riders with presenter Matt Baker will be cycling through Buckingham, Winslow and Aylesbury. So far they've raised over £600,000. In Sport League 2 side Burton have appointed former Chelsea striker Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank as manager. His first game in charge will be Monday night's trip to Wickham followed by a home game with Luton. Former Luton striker David Oldfield will become Hasselbank's assistant after being released from his role at Milton Keynes Don's Academy. The weather, some bright or sunny intervals this morning, but strengthening winds and rain will spread from the west by mid-afternoon. A maximum temperature today, 14 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
3: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. From nine. The JVS Show.
4: With the big phone in, the hottest topic of the day and your consumer problems. From 12.
3: Nick Coffer.
4: With the author of Be Stiff, the story of the legendary punk
6: label Stiff Records. From three.
3: Roberto Peroni.
6: I'm here with a roundup of the day's
5: news, the latest travel and your stories. From seven.
3: Mark Forrest.
5: I'll bring you the best bits from everything that's been happening on BBC Local Radio. Today, All right, Mark, calm Today on
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: You harvester.
6: Harvester of talent. Ever been to a harvester
3: before? I
6: fancy uh, a little... I fancy a harvester. Yeah. The salad trough. What do they call it? The salad pick. The salad
8: bar. I don't think they call it the trough.
6: The salad bar. Uh, and boy, do you know um, when you go to the salad bar, what those... Um, they have screens, aren't they? Plastic screens across the top. Yeah. They're called sneeze guards. <laughs> what a horrific name for anything that goes near food. A sneeze guard. I
8: want
6: one of those. Yeah, I can make Just you one. Just for the office. Yeah. Busy show this morning. Catherine, what are we talking about?
8: We're talking about uh, the decision not to jail a former policeman who was found with images of... Uh,
6: oh, horrible stuff. Oh, you child abuse imagine. images. Yeah, and
8: they're the, they're the, I mean, some of them were Category As, which are the most serious kind. So that decision, uh, his background was taken into account. Do you think that's fair?
6: There's an interesting comment on Facebook. Someone says, well, his background surely makes it worse, the fact that he was a copper. Uh, Anne-Marie says that wait, oh, 455 555. Also, this, uh, this um, uh, Newlands Park, this mobile home park. We went there, Catherine and I, the other day. We saw one of the owners find out what happened when we approached... Uh, the owner. Well,
8: you say we. It was you at high speed.
6: You you had high heels on.
8: Yeah. Well, I watched you go and thought, fair play. He's running after. Oh, hang on a minute. Maybe I should follow. Yeah. I don't know why.
6: Thanks for the backup, guys. <laughs> and anything else you want to as well. Kim Kardashian's backside if you want to talk about that. Oh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. We
8: can also talk across oh. beds,
5: hearts and oh. bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Monty Python. Oh oh yes
5: yes, well remembered.
6: Because
8: every once in a while we get a guest on who's so interesting we end up not talking about the thing we were supposed to be talking about Yeah. and that happened with Roger Grafe, who's yeah. a documentary maker.
6: He came on to talk about 24 Hours in Police Custody. Because
8: he'd made a very famous police documentary in the yeah. past and then we got talking about what he's working on at the moment
6: yeah. He's working on a new Python the, the documentary that screens tonight and uh, he's going to come on. Yeah.
8: Ha- half 8 is he coming half on? Half 8, yeah.
6: Lovely um, Carpet Martin says on Twitter I couldn't care about this meteor stuff. When they manage to land a probe on Kim's posterior, get someone to page me. Tying the two stories very neatly—that's no challenge, is it? I'd throw something now; it would probably land on her <laughs> bum. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. On to uh, slightly more serious things: A Hertfordshire man has avoided a jail sentence despite being caught with nearly two and a half thousand child abuse images and films—the uh, category A stuff on there, the worst stuff. There's an eighteen-year-old, uh, sorry, eighteen-month. Old baby being abused, this stuff with animals. It's horrible, horrible stuff. Simon Laws is the gentleman's name. He's from Berkhamsted. Uh, he served in the army. He's also a former Metropolitan Police Detective. Guess what's going to happen? He's got a suspended sentence. They've confiscated his computer and he's got to pay £600. I'm kind of thinking if that's your thing, you'll be going, well, if, if that's all you get, it, it, it's almost worth the risk, isn't it? Judge Michael Baker QC said he thought hard about sending uh, Mr Law straight to prison, but despi- decided he would suspend the sentence because of Law's background. If anyone can explain that to me, do we have to take um, uh, the people's backgrounds into consideration with something like this? Oh, eight four five nine 555 is the phone number. Marion Hawes is the founder and chief exec of Hertfordshire-based Enough Abuse UK, Marilyn, he's had his computers taken off him, he's been fined 600 quid, and he's not going to prison. What's your reaction to that?
22: I was absolutely horrified, absolutely horrified. This is like, it was just snacks of establishment looking after itself again, doesn't it? And I'm going to explain what Category A is, so if you're driving the car or eating your cornflakes, you might want to uh, stop right now. Just,
6: just just, just explain it, but just obviously bear in mind, we have got young ears listening, so just, just that, bear I know language. that,
22: I know that. It is torture child torture, and horrible things with animals, as you said. Now, this is a former officer. If he's got an unfortunate past, even more reason why he should be in a secure environment going through some offender management program. You know, this is... If if you took the attitude of the Toronto police regarding Adam Brooks only last week or earlier this week, whenever it was, they treat this very, very seriously. In our country at the moment, we've got uh, saying... We're going to let about 30,000 people walk who have looked at images. If you're looking at child abuse images, I'm sorry, the reality is you're looking at a crime scene. You're not looking at it for fun or thinking it's not causing any harm. We are going to create a a whole um, army of people that are completely dysfunctional in about 10 years' time if people are going to keep looking at this stuff and we're letting them walk. I have to say... I for Enough Abuse will be appealing against this because a former member of police in the Met should have... You've got to make examples of these people, I'm sorry, or people will do as you say. You think, well, wow, it's worth the risk then, isn't it? You've got to make, even in a position of trust, a detective... I mean, they have to make this point. This is a classless, cultureless crime. It is across the UK. It is rife. We all know someone who's doing this. They don't walk around with a beacon on their head. And when they get caught, they should be absolutely appropriately punished. And I think this is unduly lenient. Um, I think the judge could have thought a little bit harder about it myself. But I will be taking it up with the Attorney General because I think this sets a shocking example. And it's giving out the wrong messages.
6: You're furious, aren't you?
22: I'm fuming. I'm fuming. If you, if you saw the harm that this sort of stuff does, it, the, the harm of being involved in some way the wrong end of online abuse is as bad as those suffering it. I deal with the people that have been victims of online abuse, victims of images... Some of the children out there now who are being caught with stuff on YouTube, they inappropriately did something on their webcams. This is why our child-teenage suicide rate is increasing, because they don't know how to stop it. The clue is it's the World Wide Web. It is there forever.
6: Marilyn, would you stay on the line for a second? I'll come back to you in a minute. I'm just keen to get your thoughts on our next guest. It's sentencing expert Lyndon Harris. Uh, uh, Morning, Lyndon. You you disagree with this. You you think that the judge made the right decision, don't you? I do. Um,
13: I I think what is needed in these sorts of cases is uh, an assessment of what is the best decision for everybody, for the community, ensuring that uh, people are kept safe, um, for the individual involved... Um, in this case, the, the former police officer, and we got to look at
6: what about the victims?
13: Uh, of, of course, of, of course, the victims. Of course, the victims. Um, I mean, that's involved in in looking at protecting the public, both both the victims, um, future victims, and, and the individual victims. In this case, I think what we need to look at um, is look at how the judge approached the case. Um, he applied the guidelines. Twelve months is what the guideline says. Um, There's there's mitigation here. Certainly, the um, PTSD. um,
6: His background. Post-traumatic stress disorder, being an alcoholic, being in the army, being an ex-copper doesn't make you a a paedophile, does it?
13: No, 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 it doesn't. And I I would say that um, his background, years of public service, I I, I struggle to to see how somebody can't see that as mitigation. Now, I accept.
6: Jimmy Savile did a lot of good work, didn't he? he did well he did raise a lot of money for charity entertain millions of people I mean people I mean surely you, you can't take taking someone's background the amount weighing up how much good they've done against how much bad they've done doesn't really work like that, does it?
13: No, but the, the Jimmy Savile case is, uh, example is, is a very poor example, if you don't mind me saying, because Jimmy Savile used, um, used the, the, his charitable work in order uh, to... Um, so to cause commit, this because this guy
6: wasn't doing stuff for charity, that makes it different, OK.
13: Well, no, that, that's plainly not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the fact that somebody has got years of public service um, is relevant.
6: Why? Why is it relevant that he's watched... Uh, why should, should that lessen the punishment for someone who's got video footage of an 18-month-old baby being sexually abused? Why, why, why should that have any correlation? Because
13: in sentencing, the judge has to weigh up
6: all of the factors, and that involves... But, but you explain the correlation to me between him being in the police and him having footage of an 18-month-old baby being, uh, uh, being uh, uh, abused. Why, what's the, what's, why should that have an effect?
13: It has an effect because it, it's part of a factual background. Um, if someone has got years, years and years of public service serving in the army, serving this country, serving as, as a police officer, doing good work, then...
6: They can get the, away with what they want.
13: No, absolutely. That's plainly not what I'm saying. Well,
6: Lyndon, well, you keep saying plainly not what you're saying, but, but, but it isn't plain to me. It's very confusing. I don't understand why someone who's been in the army and if somebody has been a police officer should not be punished severely, in the same way that anyone else would, for having Category A child pornography on their computer. Yes,
13: there's no doubt that these are, these are, these are serious offences, these are serious images, um, and, and what needs to happen is this, his offending
6: needs to stop. He's had his computer, and... computer taken off him, he's been fined 600 quid. It's not really... And, and, and he's subject to a suspended sentence. And, and the best way... Mm.
13: I, what I'm inferring from, from um, the judge's sentence is he's decided that the best way to stop this offending is by a suspended sentence rather than an immediate sentence because if following the guidelines, which are... Um, set by the Independent Sentencing Council, um, so th- th- there's no sort of collusion here or anything else. Um, th- the guidelines say 12, 12 months. If he goes inside for 12 months, he serves six months at the absolute most. Um, six months is no time to start any, any alcohol treatment or any uh, sex offender programme. Is he, he, is he,
6: is he going to be getting treatment for his uh, sexual uh, proclivities?
13: Well, I, I mean, I don't know any more than you do, um, based, in, right. based in, in, in the news report. So he might not be? He might not be, it, it's not It's not in the news report but you would have thought so I, 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 would, I would have thought, <laughs> I would have thought
6: so. you would have gone to prison Lyndon stay there, Marilyn uh, the whores, um, from Enough Abuse UK Marilyn I'd love to get your reaction to what Lyndon's oh, saying
22: I have never heard such a load of nonsense I would love him to say ask me right now how much do you deal with the people of victims of this crime on a daily basis, I ask you that now please answer me
7: well,
6: well, well, I don't, but... No, you don't. No, you don't. Marilyn, you've I asked him don't. a question. Let, let, him, let him answer. Right, then let it roll. Mar- Marilyn, 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 let him respond. Go on, Lyndon. But I, I don't see how that's that's relevant, oh,
7: really. really because because what, what's important here is to, is to take
13: some of the, the emotion away and look at the facts of oh. the fact and look what's, or look what's appropriate. Do you appropriate. know... And look what's appropriate. Ma- it, it Marilyn.
6: The situation? Marilyn, Lyndon, Lyndon thinks because he's he's uh, served in the army, he's served in the police uh, uh, force, he's given years of his life to public service, that it, it, it should be taken into account and, and perhaps he should be treated I
7: slightly have never differently. I've
22: heard so much nonsense, and it's not surprising we have an issue in this country. If you said, please, Lyndon, come and spend a day in my office and listen to the harrowing, harrowing things that are going on with children in this country, and with an attitude like that, I'm not surprised that we have the tsunami mess that we've got. Let me invite you to look and read. Go into a police office station and look at those images, and you might have your eyes wide open. I've never heard Heard such a load of PC rubbish in my life.. And
13: Marisa,
23: it's not
22: surprising we've got an issue. Marilyn,
13: let me ask you a question. If you have two identical cases um, in one of uh, uh, viewing indecent images, say uh, of this nature, um, one defendant is an office worker, the other defendant has spent 25 years in the Marines, are they treated exactly the same?
22: Cool. They should be treated exactly the same. It's absolute so, so, but, nonsense. Your past but, history is nonsense. But, but what, so what you're
13: saying, well, okay, how about if you were abused as a child? Is, is, that, is that relevant? But I mean, all, all you
7: need you all, need let me just explain. Research. You need
22: therapy. This man has walked free. That Lyndon doesn't even know, having said what he said, he doesn't even know if this guy is going on an offender treatment. As you say, he could have gone for twelve months. He could have served six months of that time. And it is essential that people that do this, people like him in order to stop the offending or try and uh, reduce the offending. They need to go on a proper offender management treatment program. And with the cutbacks in this country, that isn't. Marilyn, Marilyn Linda, oh, let me what? ask
6: Let me just come in and ask a question, then. Let's let's take um, your idea that, that as read that their the public service should be taken into account. Supposing someone who's been caught with these class A images, category a, a images on the computer, has been um, someone who served the public community for 30 years. They've worked really hard at uh, uh, empowering people. They've worked as a primary school teacher for 30 years. Is, sure. there, a diff- is there a difference Brandon, there? Hey, Marilyn, let Lyndon come in. Should, there be, should, that be t- should, should they be let off differently, well, of Lyndon? Marilyn, I'm speaking to Lyndon. Lyndon.
13: I'm, I'm not saying anybody should be let
6: off. Oh, should, should, they, should they be... Should that their, their past as, as a teacher for 30 years, where they've helped kids grow and nourish and become adults, should that be taken into consideration?
13: I think it should be taken into consideration. I, I don't think it's as strong mitigation as, say, um, 30 years in the army or, or something like that, but my point, my basic point I
4: don't point understand
6: why 30 years in the army would, 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 would mean that your sentence for being a paedophile... For causing, um, it, you know, the misery to thousands of people, whether it's it's through actually acting on it or in inverted commas just looking at the images, I don't understand why thirty years in in the army should have any impact on that at all. I don't. My, my, are you saying my, that if an if an MP gets found out to be a paedophile, we should go we should treat them lightly? If 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 a vicar gets found out as a paedophile, we should we should treat them differently. I don't understand the connection. Scoutmaster. I don't understand the connection.
13: But These examples: vicar, scoutmaster, etc. Teacher. Um, usually, in these sorts of cases, the individual has used their position to further their further their offending. Somebody in the army. It's it's unlikely. It's not, not impossible, but it's unlikely that they've that they've done that. And my, my basic point is that the judge has to take into account all of the facts, and that involves. The, uh, the background of the individual. Now, my, my point about, about asking how about if somebody was abused as a child, um, now taking Marilyn's approach, that would be completely irrelevant. Now, I, I think.
22: I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said there is therapy needed. You cannot undermine the power of trauma therapy. I did not say that. I deal with abused children. You don't even work with them. I deal with them every day of my life. And that is the whole point. With this attitude in society, you're causing a tsunami crisis.
13: But what you're suggesting is that you pick and choose what background information you take into account to support your view. I'm not suggesting
22: I... anything at all like that. Uh, I am saying are, the said. thing is child abuse. It's whichever way you look at it, whoever's done it, that is what it is. So and so by so the way, can I just say a paedophile is somebody who substantially actually abuses children under the age of 13, hundreds and hundreds actually does it. Viewing them does not make you a paedophile. It makes you, uh, looking at child abuse images, it makes you an online offender you don't even understand the word of the meaning pedophile I, it I means did, actually having i didn't uh,
13: intimate I part, say the word pedophile i beg your pardon? i didn't say the word pedophile
22: well you presented it you don't even know the meaning of the word. Have a look it up. L- if, you, if you're going to give somebody a label, make sure you get that label
6: right. Lyndon, Lyndon, there, there will be people scratching their heads. And you, you, you did say earlier on, let's try and get the emotion out of it. It's hard to take the emotion out of it, isn't it? Because it's such an emotional thing. There will be people thinking, Well, I, and I've still not quite got it. Maybe it's me being an idiot. I don't understand why serving in the army for 30 years would mean that we have to treat someone... Differently? Why, why that I'm not.
13: I'm not saying that it allows you to, you know, it allows the defendant to, to buy a, 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 a more lenient sentence. All I'm saying is it's relevant background. If somebody has... OK, it's relevant years background, years but, but then why should of, they get
6: a different sentence to someone who hasn't served in the army?
13: Because, because it's, it's, it's relevant. To my mind, it's relevant. What to is both. the
6: relevance? Tell me, this is what I'm missing. So, try and explain to me what the relevance is.
13: Because it's part, of their, it's part of their character. If if somebody has done lots of charity work um, and, and it shows that they've made a, a positive contribution Back to, Jimmy to society... Back
6: to Jimmy Savile. You know, it, 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 he raised... No, but that's, he, that's, that's,
13: that's, a, that's a very poor example. No, no, reason, no Lyndon, it's explained. not. It's an
6: excellent example. Because he raised, what, £50 million? So should, d- 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 how many yes, kiddies but, is he allowed to touch up for £50 million? Quid?
13: But, well, no, that, that's not that's not at all what I'm saying, is it? The, the, the Jimmy Savile case is, is a very, very bad example of... Um,
6: somebody using... OK, I raise, I raise 10 million quid for charity. How many kiddies am I allowed to touch for that? What, what's, not, what, what's the you know, scale? You're not, you're not
13: allowed to, to commit any offences just because you've raised money for charity.
6: But I'm allowed, but to, the, be view, I'm allowed to be viewed differently from someone who, who hasn't spent the last 30 years raising 10 million pounds.
22: You, you, yes, you are, because because you've wow. contributed to society. It, it, oh, it, for goodness <laughs> sake, what a load of rubbish. Are you? I something? Are you a parent? Uh, not
13: irrelevant. You're not a parent. Well, that's completely irrelevant. Completely
22: if it's not, irrelevant. Ir- I, listen to me. I am the mother of three sexually abused children. I have taught children. I, I deal with children who are abused. If you're not a parent, you don't even understand the emotion of being a parent. And when you find it may be your child on an abuse image, you may find yourself feeling some very different. And the fact you don't say, oh, you take the emotion out of it, that's half the problem in this country, that we don't have enough emotion. That is just my point. And if you're not a parent, you don't understand. Don't tell me and other people like me and other people who are being abused what well, it feels like. Marilyn, you need to stand a mile in some of
5: these people's shoes ma- and walk Marilyn, it. I, I,
6: I, I, I think that people can have opinions on this, whether they're a parent or not. They can have opinions, but we are talking about the protection of children. Yeah, but, but people and who don't have paramount. kids people who don't have kids, can still be protective of children. Well, then need
22: to look at it a bit more and work with the abused and see exactly what this crime does to them exactly what it does
13: so, to them. Interestingly, Marilyn, your your website says that grooming is the preamble to sexual abuse, not using... Interesting,
22: other- Mar- Lyndon, if you came on the courses, you Marilyn, would actually find let- that the grooming
6: is part of those images as well. well Marilyn, let Lyndon, let Lyndon make his point and we'll, we'll bring this to an end in a second. Go on, Lyndon.
13: Well, Viewing images isn't, isn't part of grooming if, if you look at the, the legal definition of it. So um, my, my point is you can set these cases aside from cases where there is a, uh, a, a very real need to protect the public because in this case, the judge would not have sentenced um, the individual to a suspended sentence if there was a, a risk of him progressing to contact offences. Uh, and so really what the police officer needs in this case is um, to deal with his alcoholism, to deal with the PTSD... Hopefully to go on a, a sex offender treatment course um, to, to rehabilitate him To stop him offending Because that is the most effective way of protecting people Is stopping the offending okay. Not locking people up for six months Letting them out And um, dumping them out on the street No treatment uh, And he's back to okay. viewing images
6: Listen, uh, again Lyndon, I'm, I've kept you both on longer than we said So I'm, I'm going to let you both go Thank you very much indeed Last voice you heard there, heard there Was uh, sentencing expert Lyndon Harris uh, And we also heard from Marilyn Hawes The founder and chief executive of Hertfordshire-based Enough Abuse UK. Your thoughts on that, please? 08459 four double five five double five. Someone's... The judge was right in this case of Simon Law's to take his um, history into account. He served in the army. He served in the police. He's given pretty much most of his life to serving us to working for us to making uh, our country a better and safer place so it's right for that to be taken into consideration we take Lyndon's point to the uh, to the next stage if i spend 30 years raising 10 million pounds for charity then perhaps i deserve a slightly um more lenient sentence i'm paraphrasing than someone who hasn't spent 30 years raising 10 million pounds for charity is your background relevant in these cases? 08459 four double five five double five. Marie's in Bedford. Good morning, Marie. Good morning. What would you like to say?
23: Well, I would like to congratulate you for the way you answered and spoke about this. He has, as the years he served in the army and the years he served in the policeman, should have given him the right to find out who was abusing those children, who were those pictures were coming from. So therefore, he had no thought about the images he was looking at. For... A soldier and a policeman to see the image of an 18-month-old baby, even though he hasn't been there, to see that child being abused and then sit back and, and, well, he must have been sort of looking for them. uh, Yes, He he, could have done something. He should have been sentenced. For every child that was on that photograph, he should have been given a year's sentence. That's, well, that's one
6: of the things, Marie, isn't it? People people uh, don't quite understand, and I've forgotten in the past, and I've been reminded that this is not a victimless crime, that by looking at these films and these photos, it's perpetuating the, the, the industry of these, these photos and, and films being made, isn't it?
23: Yes, and that was wonderful. That was the point you made. We're not looking at cartoons. We're looking at real children being abused, and that's where, uh, unfortunately, the other morning when if anybody does anything to a child, they get scared. And... And um, even if, and, and they're frightened, they don't say anything. How can an eighteen-month-old baby speak? I mean, I can not understand that boy. All I'm saying to him is, he doesn't know much about his law. He must be just starting out. Well, do you know? What? I've got I've,
6: people I've, in law. I, I, I've looked at. I've looked at uh, Lyndon uh, Harris. He, he, he does know a lot about law, Maria. I'm going to move on. He, he, he is specialising in criminal law, particularly sentencing. He, he's, he, uh, you know, he's a respected lawyer. You know, member of the bar is that is that the phrase? Yes. I don't know. He's written books. If I've got the right, Lyndon Harris. I, I don't think there will be there will be two in this profession. He's co author of the Sexual Offences Handbook. He wrote book. He wrote. Um, uh, he's regularly asked for comment on criminal law issues. Uh, he established the UK Criminal Law Blog, um, and uh, he became the general editor of Current Sentencing Practice and the Sentencing Referencer. He knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. He's not some kid that's just come out of uh, law school trying to make a a name for himself by saying something controversial. He means this.
8: Have a quick word with John, because he's furious. John, you're right?
6: John? Oh, John's gone. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll speak to John a bit later on. Um, It was an interesting debate. I wasn't expecting that. We weren't necessarily going to put those two together, but I'm I'm glad we did, because uh, it's an interesting attitude to have. And let's go with Lyndon for a second. When you come to the letter of the law, you do have to take emotion out of it because there, it's the law. There are rules that you know it's written down in books. What you can give to someone, what you can't give to someone,
8: and also there'll be worse offenders in this.
6: Yeah, I, 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 I am left scratching my head ever so slightly though about the uh, uh, you, you take whether if someone's raised a lot of money for charity, if someone's given years of their life to their country in the army or, or, or the police force, then it should be. Taken in th- that should be taken into account, and you should perhaps be treated slightly differently than someone who hasn't, than just Joe Bloggs, who lives on a well, council block like and he's got like, a load of stuff on his computer. It's
8: like saying, in all other f- parts of his life, he's a nice bloke, so. Let's quote him some slack. We've got some text here. Uh, give us Steph- some text. Stefan Luton says, I'm horrified that the bloat reckoned that working in public service should be taken into account. If anything, I feel they should get a greater sentence because they should know better. I'm shocked. Um, and Karen says she's off to work the interview so emotional. We should not discriminate about what profession is OK to skip jail when you're found to have child abuse images on your PC. If we did this, we're creating careers where bona fide paedophiles can hide knowing they won't be jailed.
6: It's really got me thinking. I, 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 yeah, thank you to both our guests. Uh, um, 08459 five nine four We'll speak to Jonathan in a minute, find out what's on his show. Uh, you'll also hear the audio of when uh, Catherine and I uh, were at uh, a mobile home park and um, well, one of the elusive owners turned up while we were interviewing somebody. Find out what happened.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the travel. Travel news from beds, hards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. 1M southbound's very slow between Junction 8 for Stevenage and Junction 7 for the A602 because it's a lot of traffic on the roads this morning. The A5 southbound through Mark Gates very slow as well at Hollybush Lane and that's for people avoiding the M1 after it was slow there earlier on southbound around Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne. That has now cleared although it's still very busy on the A5. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's very slow between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 16 for the M40 and on the M25 anti uh, anticlockwise as well. It's queuing between Junction 26 Waltham Abbey and 25 for Enfield uh, all the way around to the M11 actually after an accident there earlier on. Having a look at the M14 northbound coming off the M25, it's very slow from the Denham roundabout towards the M25 and in Aylesbury the A41 Forage Road is slow around the Walton Street roundabout. On the trains Virgin trains have 15 minute delays between London Euston and Milton Keynes Central because of a signalling problem that's also affecting London Midlands trains. Samantha breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 8.30. I'm Simon Oxley. A former soldier and Metropolitan Police detective from Hertfordshire has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children. Simon Laws from Berkhamsted, who was a detective constable, pleaded guilty to 15 charges and received a suspended 12-month sentence. Pensioners living on a mobile home site in Hertfordshire are threatening legal action after their water bill went up by what they claim is a disproportionate amount. They want Three Rivers District Council to take action against the landlord. And scientists at the European Space Agency are facing an anxious wait to see whether the probe they landed on a comet 300 million miles from Earth has stayed in position. Astrium in Stevenage and the Milton Keynes based Open University are part of the project. Three Counties Sports.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: League Two side Burton have appointed the former Chelsea striker Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank as their new manager. His first game in charge will be Monday night's trip to Wickham followed by a home game with Luton. Former Luton striker David Oldfield will become Hasselbank's assistant after being released from his role at Milton Keynes-Dons Academy. The BBC has learned that an inquiry for football's world governing body FIFA clears Qatar of corruption during its successful bid to host the 2022 World Cup. It's understood that England will be criticised for its behaviour during its failed attempt attempt to stage the 2018 competition. Mark Palios is a former FA chief executive.
2: I think Qatar will be hosting the World Cup. It's it's, it's, it's pretty difficult to roll back. You know, you'd know, you have to see some kind of other investigation that brought out definitive evidence to justify uh, FIFA taking such action. So I think Qatar will be running the World Cup and we'll be seeing that in the winter.
0: In tennis, Novak Djokovic beat Stanislav Favrinka at the World Tour finals at the 0-2 arena last night. This evening, Andy Murray faces Roger Federer.
21: Obviously a very difficult Difficult match, you know, it'll be an exciting match. I hope I can play well. We've had some very good matches over the years. Hopefully, I can get through the group and keep going. If not, playing against Roger is a good way for me to finish the year as well. So, uh, there's a lot of positives for me going into that match. It's nice to go into Thursday still with uh, an opportunity to go through.
0: And in rugby, England head coach Stuart Lancaster names his side later this morning for Saturday's match against South Africa. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at nine.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is Ian Lee.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio. (laughs)
6: <laughs> I I always love I always here's a name for you guys I always loving uh, uh, love hearing a good Stephen Rhodes story. Um, it thank was you.
4: Uh, it was a very it was interesting. Yeah, when the
6: cars were all bricked in the car park, apart yeah. from Stephen's because he'd gone home and he was the one that abs- upset the people who did the bricking. <laughs> yes, good for him. It's well true. done. Uh, thank you for your, your patience. You're sounding croaky again. The cold has rose up to the nose yesterday. It's back down to the chest.
4: Yes, I'm. Uh, well, I'm battling on in a manly way, you know. Are you saying that I didn't when I took time
6: off? <laughs> Are you saying that I'm a, 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 a Well, perhaps, a, a you were,
4: perhaps you were more ill than me. I was. Significantly. So, y- yes. Well, you couldn't speak, could you? I mean, as you've heard, I've just got a lovely, uh, lovely turn. You sound butch for the yeah. first time. I'm sounding like Terry
6: Wogan. Mm. Isn't I it? got an email from Terry Wogan the other day. So, so did I. Uh, did uh, you get an email from Terry, Terry Wogan? All right. Oh, she's pretending she's on the phone to someone doing work. <laughs> There is a chance he may have emailed everybody. I I still replied asking if you had to. Did you get an email from Terry Wogan the other day? Yeah. Oh, Oh. did you? Kelly, did you get an email from Terry Wogan the other day?
22: From what? Say that again.
6: Okay. So uh, it turns out that everybody got emails from Terry Wogan. Yeah, everyone did. Bum.
4: What's on your show this morning? Coming up on the big phone in today, do you see a Prime Minister when you look at Ed Miliband? Ed Miliband... Absolutely sees a Prime Minister when he looks in the mirror in the morning, apparently. In an interview with BBC political editor Nick Robinson, the Labour leader admitted his mettle had been tested by reports that some Labour figures thought he should step down. But he denied his leadership was a problem and said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, that's right. He'll address directly his opponents in a speech this morning and will say that he will not be distracted from his fight to change the country. Well, from nine this morning, I'm interested to get your reaction to this today. Do you see a prime minister when you look at Ed Miliband? He says he absolutely is prime minister material. And when he looks in the mirror, says morning, Ed, he sees a prime minister staring back at him. Do you see the same thing? From 9 this morning, I'd love your views. 08459 four double five five double five.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is Ian Lee.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: A few weeks ago, well, quite a while ago, wasn't it, maybe a, 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 almost a couple of months ago, wasn't yeah. it? When the... the the Miss Jones, Miss Jones. You don't get a Rigsby on radio very often, do you?
8: It's when the uh, first episode of uh, 24 Hours in Police Custody was about. Thank you end. for
6: stepping in and speaking for me, Catherine. Uh, well, we got to speak to a very interesting gentleman who'd made a series of documentaries about the police force in the 80s. Uh, uh, Mr. Roger Grafe. and during the conversation, it it, it kind of came out that he'd also he, he'd filmed the Secret Policeman's Ball. He'd directed various. He'd worked with various Pythons, and he'd worked. He'd been filming the uh, recent Python shows at the O2. You didn't get to, You didn't go and see those shows, did you? No. Do you You don't like Monty Python?
8: I love Monty Python. What are you talking about? Then why didn't you go and see the shows? Because I'm not rich. I'll wait for the DVD.
6: <laughs> well, you could you can watch the documentary this evening because it's on. Roger Grafe has, has very kindly come back on. Good morning, Roger. Good morning. Ian. We said we'd get you back, and yep. uh, we remembered, and we have got you back. You d- just just remind people your connection with Monty Python.
24: Well, I started with uh, them in 1976 when they got together with the Beyond the Fringe uh, team to do a benefit for Amnesty International, <laughs> and I, we had the idea that why don't we film that and invent something called comedy verite, as it were, instead of Cinema verite, and uh, we did. We filmed them rehearsing. We filmed them backstage. We filmed them uh having amazing time with each other because they were both heroes to the other. To, you know, the, each one generation, as it were, worshipped the other. And um so, it's a very that was a very intimate film called Pleasure of Her Majesties because it was that was a parody on you know, it was at Her Majesty's Theatre. Yeah. Um, then we did this, this another show called Mermaid Follies, which was a less successful uh, one that you probably won't remember for ITV. And then we did Secret Policeman's Ball, which actually has continued to sell on DVD. Oh, that, know, that, that was huge at the time, and, it, and and Absolutely it is still
6: huge, huge isn't it? You're yeah. right; it's still, people still, and it's because it's got so many legends on right. on one stage.
24: That's true. In fact, we also I'll tell you a story which you would like, I think. Um, I, because the mermaid frolics hadn't worked out terribly well, Peter Ustinoff told a very long shaggy dog story that nobody understood, and Peter Cook got drunk because Dudley Moore didn't turn up, and it was rather a mess. And John Cleese and I had made an agreement that we were only going to use reliable stars for the next one. Right. Anyway, he comes, we are having breakfast discussing this, and he said, well, I've just seen this a very uh, brilliant young comedian in Edinburgh, and I want him in the show. And I said, John, come on, um, you know, we agreed we'd only have stars and he said... Trust. me, He's six foot four, and I'm five foot six. So he's, he draws himself up to his full height and uh, yeah. looks at me and says, "Roger, trust me. He's funny." And it was Rowan Atkinson, wow. who, who actually stole the show. I have yeah. to say, despite the fact he was on with all these brilliant uh, Pythons and and everybody else, and Billy Connolly as well.
6: Is it? Is it? He, I imagine it's quite difficult to say no to John Cleese. A, because he's a big fella. <laughs> yes, and, but also, he's, he's done all the, the the psychology training. He can make you do anything he wants. Surely, um, can't he?
24: Well. Uh, I, that's a, a tough one to answer, but yes, let's say he's a forceful <laughs> personality. That's what it's very
6: right. diplomatically uh, done.
24: Um, but you know, I mean, I've made nine, when the end nine films with John and five with the, this is the fifth with the pythons. And what I'm pleased is that when they'd been filming the rehearsals in preparation for this O2 show, and by June, um, the people, the Python people themselves and uh, UK TV and Phil McIntyre Entertainment, who had been doing all this said, Hey, we've got enough footage for a documentary to go with a live show. And um, they said, what a good idea, and said to the Pythons, what do you think? And they said, "They will only do it if Roger will do it. How cool is that? Um, that was great, actually. Do they and still they're...
6: get on the Pythons? Because I know oh, it's yeah, been tense for a
24: while. Are they friends again? Well, they, they were never, as John says very eloquently in the film, um, they were completely different as personality. You couldn't find, he, where he says it, you couldn't find more, three more difficult people, different, sorry, not difficult, different people, than Terry Jones, Terry Gilliam, and him. Yeah. Um, Mike Palin would get on with absolutely anybody, including a roaring lion, you know. Um, and, <laughs> uh, but, but it's true. The nicest but, man in show business. He is. He really is the yeah. nicest man in show business. Um, and Eric Idle is also very affable, very good guy. Oh, um, right. But those the other three. I mean, particularly Terry Gilliam and John. That John says in the film, um, Terry Gilliam has never said anything that I've agreed with <laughs> ever but he says he's very funny and he's very good and he's of course brilliant. I mean Terry Gilliam is is the kind of real wild card of the group yeah. because you you know you can see from his animation what his mind is oh, like. Oh
6: he's nuts. He's nuts.
24: Well, he's nuts in a wonderfully creative way. I mean, yeah. the rest of the time he's a very, very good director and a very thoughtful guy. But he, he is, in some sense, he's got—he's tapped into some vein of his imagination that none, of, unless you take acid or something, you can't begin to think that it's you know that the, the world looks like that. So and the, you can f- see it, the yeah.
6: film tonight, Roger. So what? It remind me where and when it's on and, and what it's exactly
24: it's on UK is. Gold at nine o'clock, and yeah. um, it's ninety minutes. As shows the pythons really as they are because. This was their last uh, show, and they are so honest about each other and about themselves and what it means to them. And we've we filmed a lot with them backstage during the ten shows. And the, you know, they, it's it, you just know. I mean, given that I've met, this is my fifth film with them. They revealed a sense of who they were in a way that I'd never seen before, and I'm I th- I'm very proud of the film. I think it really works.
6: And is there going to be a DVD with extras on? We all want extras these yes, days. Yes, yes,
24: yes, <laughs> well, Give me, give me more, Roger. <laughs> well, there's, I think 90 minutes of this stuff is with Archive going all the way back to their very first stage performance. Because it's called The Meaning of Live, because it's about that. It's not Brilliant. about that, it's television shows. And uh, you, as I say, it's this stuff that nobody will ever have seen. Fantastic. So I, I urge everybody listening to watch it.
6: Roger, I, so, listen, we, we will get you back if you don't mind. I could talk oh, to you all pleasure. day. You're yeah, absolutely pleasure. fascinating. Thank you thank so much, Roger. We'll, I should be watching that tonight. Roger Grafe. I could listen... Honestly, I, I nearly junked the rest of the show. We've still got to play the audio of me chasing the owners in Newlands Park. We'll do that before the end of the show. But um, it, it, it just it's just a different world, isn't it? And with the ease, Catherine, the ease with which he rattles off, you know, having worked with Peter Cook and Dudley Moore and John Cleese, you know, it's just... It's a different world, isn't it? Nice fella as well. Isn't he lovely? Thank you, Roger. Uh, Right, we will play the audio of what happened um, when uh, Catherine and I were at Mobile Home Park and the owners turned up. We'll play that before nine o'clock. But before that, let's go to some phone calls. We were speaking... um, well, speaking about this case of the copper, ex-copper Simon Laws got found with some of the most horrific child abuse images on his computer and on DVD. Well, he got a £600 fine, um, he's got a curfew, he's had his computer taken off him and a suspended sentence. We spoke to uh, a gentleman called Lyndon Harris, who's an expert on sentencing, and um, he said, well, yeah, your background should be taken into account. He's spent 30 years, he's spent his life in the army and in the police force, that should be taken into consideration. Steve's on the M1. Morning, Steve. <laughs> Morning, here. What do you think about what Lyndon was saying? Um, he made a lot of sense, uh, unlike a lot of your guests who were bringing all the emotion
14: into it. It's a, it's a matter of law. Um, he was obviously a very intelligent gentleman who made a lot of sense, and people weren't giving him the time, I don't think, to or fully understand what he was saying. It's, it's all, all the emotion, when it comes down to an offence in law, has to be removed. You can't make willy nilly things because you feel this way or you feel
6: the other way. That's not how the law works. But but he was his argument was I don't know if it is in law that you should take into consideration how much public service someone has done in the past. That's down to I think the judge's discretion. <laughs> Yeah, I think when they when they sentence someone, they take everything into
14: account, and you and you can mention anything to the judge. Uh, and obviously, it will be down to that judge. But then, isn't inside.
6: that based on emotion? If you're taking, if you're using your discretion as opposed to the letter of the law, I think it's more factual than emotion, isn't it?
14: it, it, it it's a fact. It's what. Whatever you're thinking about someone, what they've done is a fact. Um, your thoughts around it would be the emotion, and that has to be removed. And, and, and that lady made a, a very good point, the fact that she, she had issues in her family, that she had affected her judgment. She said she was emotional about it, and she said if he'd been in that position, he would be emotional about it. And that is where her uh, whole argument fell apart that she shouldn't be bringing her own emotion into it. She's also in a job that she sees it day in, day out. Um, And that is why her opinion shouldn't be counted, because she has a skewed view on that. She sees horrible people
6: for a living, or she deals with horrible facts. Steve, it's not the greatest line. We'll let you go. The the lady that Stephen was referring to, Marilyn Hawes, uh, Chief Executive of Hertfordshire-based Enough Abuse UK. First call we've had s- suggesting that L- Lyndon was right that th- th- you have to take the emotion out of this and people's backgrounds should be taken into consideration. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Kevin, stay there. We will come to a promise. Uh, we will also after the the uh, travel and weather play uh, exactly what happened when Catherine and I went to a a mobile home park um, where uh, the residents, some of the residents, are very, very unhappy about what's being done there and also they feel they don't get to talk to the owners. Well, while we were there, one of the owners turned up. Find out what happened after this.
5: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: In Bedford on Goldington Road, it's looking very busy at the moment at Bushmead Avenue and the A1M southbound looking at the cameras. It's looking very slow between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage just due to a lot of traffic on the road this morning. In Watford in Beech and Grove, it's looking very heavy around Escort Road and the M25 anti-clockwise on the speed sensors is looking very slow between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 16 for the M40. On the M14 northbound coming off the A40 towards the M25, it's very slow from the Denham round about Towards the M25, and in Aylesbury, the A41 Fryridge Road is looking quite busy around the Oxford Road roundabout and the Walton Street roundabout. On the trains, Virgin trains have 15 minute delays between Milton Keynes Central and London Euston because of a signalling problem that's also affecting Virgin trains with delays expected until around half past eight this, this morning, so they should be clearing up very shortly. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you very much, Samantha. Right, it's uh, 8.46, it's Thursday the 13th of uh, November. I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A former soldier, and metropolitan police detective from Berkhamsted has escaped prison after being caught with nearly 2,500 indecent images and movies of children, some Category A, the worst you can get. Ed Miliband has told the BBC he's had a tough week, but will set out in a speech today how he's determined to change Britain. And scientists at Astrium in Stevenage and the Milton Keynes-based Open University are facing an anxious wait to see whether the probe they launched on a comet has stayed in position or whether it's blown off. Let's get the weather. Here's Sarah.
18: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
5: BBC Three Counties Radio.
18: Thanks very much. It's certainly a mild start. It's a dry start. We've got quite a bit of cloud, but also some breaks here and there. But the cloud will thicken up as we go through the day and eventually bring us a little bit of light and rain for this evening's rush hour. It's uh, dry until then, though, but it's uh, certainly something to be aware of. As we go through the day, top temperature of 13 Celsius, uh, 55 in Fahrenheit, above average for the time of year. And then downhill for tomorrow morning, some really heavy rain with us first thing tomorrow morning for the morning rush hour. It will affect things on the roads and potentially some hail and thunder mixed in with that just at the wrong time. It clears away by mid-morning, though, and behind it, dry for the rest of the day with some bright spells coming through. And through the weekend, generally a lot of dry and settled weather around, uh but also quite a bit of cloud and some mist and fog at times, Ian.
6: Thank you very much
3: indeed, Sarah. Across beds, hearts and bucks
5: This is Ian Lee BBC
3: Three Counties Radio Right Uh,
6: Kevin's been hanging on Morning Kevin, you wanted to talk about um, the the guest we had earlier Lyndon, who um, said that the judge was right To take into account that this uh, gentleman Who'd been viewing pornographic images of children um, He'd served as a copper and a, uh, and, uh, a member of the military So that should be taken into consideration
14: I, I feel a bit angered, actually, um, Ian, because of the fact is, what's the difference? I mean, normal people don't view that sort of thing. Yep, um, yep. So why should he be treated any different to someone who isn't in his, in his um, sort of role as a police officer? Because
6: according to, to Lyndon, who is an expert on these things, because he's given well, so I, much he, of his life to public service. I don't
14: give a monkey's whether he's been in the public. I mean... Did, all right, you're saying, he's saying then uh, that Jimmy Savile's done X amount for charity. Does
6: that make, should that make a difference? Well, no, he, he, I put that to him and he said that that, that, that was um, was a bad example because Jimmy Savile used well, no, his celebrity. Exactly, so well, he, his argument was that Jimmy Savile had used his celebrity to to uh, get into positions where he could abuse people. So he, yeah, he, he discounted that.
14: Yeah, but someone, someone... Uh, um, a high role like this if of us should the difference not to look at stuff like that anyway
7: You would
6: think so Kevin, it's a, it's a confusing one you would think so, 08459 four double five five double five. now we've been promising this all morning so we should probably get to it shouldn't we Catherine Absolutely, been a very busy show I like these shows where it goes off on tangents and we play stuff late and it's all over the shop, so um, I, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, this is uh, the mobile home park in Hertfordshire, isn't it? Newlands Park uh, in Abbots Langley. What, what, what's their beef, the residents' beef?
8: Loads of maintenance problems. The bases of their static uh, caravans are um, crumbling away. Some of the people are having to go underneath and prop up their, their caravans because they sit in their living room and all of a sudden things give way. Well, one,
6: one fellow, Paul, has propped it up with a bit of wood. The legs come off.
8: Well, Paul's caravan is in a right old state. His boiler is Twisting, and there were concerns that there might be an explosion at some point. But the thing is, they go to the landlords, and the landlords either ignore their phone calls and their letters, or what we're hearing from the, from the residents is that they are abusive.
6: Well, the landlords have refused to act. Three Rivers District Council have sent us a, a, a pathetic statement. That, Come on the show, guys, otherwise we'll turn up at your office and do the show from outside your office. Because
8: in law, Three Rivers granted that licence and they do have the power to intervene if the landlords aren't doing their bit.
6: Anyway, we decided to go down there, Catherine and myself, to, uh, to have a chat to the neighbours and see exactly what was going on. While we were there, we were speaking to the leader of the Residents Association, Mick Deans, and his neighbour, Paul, and, well, well, this happened...
1: I mean, the thing is, is when, when you look at Paul, he told me the other day that the boiler um, was you know, getting twisted. Now, if that goes and explodes, then you just don't know how many people that's going to take out. And that, to me, is a big health and safety issue, which could cause loss of life.
16: Well, I haven't been in touch with Three Rivers because they turned around and said that, sadly, they could no longer help me because the owners said... Um, owned ups. talking of one of the owners I think that's probably one of them
6: we'll have a quick chase chasing after one of the owners of the car they're not going to stop excuse me can we have a quick word he's driving off he's driving off at speed he's pulled off he saw me he definitely saw me can we have a word we're from BBC oh pulled off, and he's about to pull out, and he's gone. Well, didn't want to have a word, did he? I'm exhausted after chasing that car.
8: Yeah, well, I was right behind you. (laughs) Thanks, champ. Well,
6: there's no one here that wants to talk to us. There's the notice board. Let's go and have a little look at that, because I think there are some phone numbers on there, aren't there? So maybe... Maybe he didn't see me uh, and he didn't hear me whistling and shouting and maybe uh, that's why he sped off uh, when I got a little bit closer to his uh, car. So uh, the partners of Newlands Park. So let's go for Mr Ball, shall we?
8: You're doing a thing on the front of that, aren't you? Sorry? So so they can't see your number.
6: Uh, Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. 141, thank you. see if he answers. Rent day is the 15th of November. Um, disconnection of your water supply. There's uh, the the bill for the water, £6,200. Uh, £6,
8: this is a bill the residents tried to pay and it got given back to them. This is the both phone voicemail service for um, double
6: set. we okay. leave a message?
8: Yeah, go on. The phone.
23: When you finish recording, please hang up or press the hash key for more options.
6: Hello Mr Ball, this is Ian Lee from BBC Three Counties Radio uh, We're at Newlands Park I don't know if it was if you were the gentleman that just drove off in the white Mitsubishi um, Perhaps you didn't see me chasing really close to your car Perhaps you didn't hear me whistling or, or shouting uh, It would be great to have a chat with you about some of the concerns the residents have got um, You can send me an email if you want ian.lee at bbc.co.uk or, or maybe we'll try and give you a call later Thank you Who should we try now?
8: Colby, that was the main name, isn't it? Yeah, let's
6: go for that ringing anyone going to answer
8: you might be driving
6: <laughs> I'm driving very very fast listen we're going we're to present all this evidence to, to the, the district council what's your message to the council you must want them to come and help
16: we want them to enforce their powers. They have the power to take
1: action. Basically, it's, it, it's neglected uh, duties. The council will hear this. They will hear
6: what you're saying now. What, what would you say to them
1: directly? We need help. Help us. Yes,
16: yes help us.
6: Council bothered. Sorry, it's a little bit windy. Schoolboy error, we forgot to take... It. You didn't get your muff out. The mic sock. Yeah, we, we should have put a muff on the end of there. Uh, it was... I, I think we've been told it was probably Mr. Golby was the, the gentleman in the car that I was chasing. Yeah, People because said that, Mr. That was his Mr. Ball's car. a woman. Yeah, he's a woman, exactly. Uh, it was probably Mr. Golby who was driving the car. He saw me. He saw me. I was a little bit uh, cocksure. I'll tell you why. There, we, we should say there was a copper on site at the time. Not for our protection. He was talking to one of the residents about an alleged uh, incident. That's kind of what gave me um, the superpowers.
8: Well, at one point, I thought you were going to climb onto the back of his trailer.
6: Did you? You you rightfully pointed out, A, that I started huffing and puffing very early into that chase. (laughs) That's not good. And also, I became very common. That was Ian Rugby you were you were listening to there. That guy doesn't matter. I don't think you
8: were very common. I thought it was authentic.
6: That's, That's authentic. the Ian I know. I was channeling the spirit of Matthew Allwright from Rogue <laughs> Traders.
8: Oh, he would have been on the trailer. He
6: would have jumped on there. He'd have jumped on his motorbike and followed the fellow down. Listen, Three Rivers District Council, you, 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 the 2013 Act, I think it is. And well, let's get a copy of the Act so we can have a look at it. Does say that you do have the power to step in. Uh, you're choosing to ignore that power. You've sent us a statement that is, to be honest, pony. Uh, so you need to come on the show and to talk to us. If you don't give us someone to talk to and talk to the residents on the show, we will come and do the show from outside your offices. That that will happen. So, you know, if you don't want us rocking up with, with Catherine and Kelly and J-Dog and Gary Floyd will probably turn up. He likes to he likes to erect a little marquee, doesn't Anne he? Anne
8: Main, we might be getting Anne Main. Anne Maine might pop down. The we'll residents get, are really keen.
6: They'll probably bring down some... Uh, There's a phone call, is that Three Rivers? The residents might bring down some posters and things and some placards. So if you don't want that and I'd rather I like doing the show from the studio it's warm we get cough brought to us you know I'd rather do it from here than from, from there but that is an option that we are we are certainly considering
8: because we are talking about gas boilers now twisting I mean is that not a time to step in Would you like
6: 93 year old women women who feel intimidated yeah we're talking about trees
8: um, going through windows
6: uh, it, it, it's not good enough it re- and your statement is not good enough and your ignorance of whether you should have to do something or not is not good enough so, um you know, let us let, come on the air, please. Oh eight, four five nine four double five, five double five. What is it? Uh, Kevin's on the show. Morning, Kevin. Hey, good morning, Ian. What would you like uh, to do? I, I just wanted to commend you on an absolutely brilliant show.
14: I mean absolutely fantastic. It's had me glued all day. I you mean, you, you sound say... you sound surprised. <laughs> no, no. All I wanted to say is, I mean, fantastic presenter, absolutely unbelievable. Unfortunately, music was a bit naff. Yeah. Um, But, uh,
6: I mean, you can have to
20: appreciate a bit on the music if you want to get that gold award next year.
6: Yeah, well, you're you're right. What do you you think? Let's go through every member of the team while you're here. What about um, Justin's contribution to the show today?
20: Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah? Can't fault him.
6: Is he always brilliant or is he extra brilliant today? Um, not always brilliant, I mean, no. but when he takes the hot seat, he really, really what, shows his colours. The hot seat? Si- what hot seat? Well, that's the one that you're setting you, No, I, well, but he's not as good as me, is he? Um.
5: Oh. Well, Okay. not all of the time, but you're in that hot seat some of the time.
6: Yeah. What about, um, Kelly, Kelly's contribution to the show? What have you made of that?
14: We didn't hear that much of Kelly today. You you kept her in the background.
6: OK. Well, I, I wouldn't say I kept her in the background. I would say that maybe Catherine had kept Whoa. her in the ba- background. What about Catherine's uh, a, a part in the show today? Kevin, any good? She's
14: brilliant. Oh, you see. She, wipes, she pongs you day in, day out. She
6: is good.
8: The pony never stops.
6: <laughs> Kevin, listen. Listen, we've got 30 <laughs> seconds left. You've been a good sport this morning. You said the music was a bit pony. Tell me what you want. I've got the BBC jukebox here. What song should we end on? How about Change by Daniel Merriweather? Ladies and gentlemen, for Kevin, here's Change by Daniel Merriweather. <laughs>
5: News for beds, hearts and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 northbound, it's queuing because of a rolling roadblock. There's debris on the road because of an accident. That's at the Toddington Services. That's causing some delays this morning between Junction 11 and 12, affecting you if you're heading towards Milton Keynes. In Bedford, Goldington Road is very heavy eastbound at Bushmead Avenue. And the A1M southbound is very slow between Junction 8 for Stevenage and 7 for uh, the A602. In Watford, Beech and Grove is very heavy at Escort Road. And the M25 anti-clockwise is looking very slow on the speed sensors between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40. On the M40 northbound it's slow between the Denham roundabout towards the M25 and in Aylesbury it's looking very busy on the A41 Friaridge Road around the Oxford Road roundabout and the Walton Street roundabout. On the trains though they have returned to a normal service. Samantha BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you Samantha, I was miles away there. I'd switched off when that's terrible. I've got another 10 seconds of show. Thank you Catherine, Kelly, Justin. Excellent stuff indeed. We'll be back tomorrow at 6. Until then, from us,
5: ta-ta.
3: Local and vocal Across
7: beds, hearts and bucks This is BBC Three Counties Radio Thank you